What in the so What the hell, hell is this? Change it up. Oh my gosh. You got what? Gin, gin Rob in there. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is like <laughs> everybody looking at me It's like 1980s. That is for real. That is for real. Wow. Like I'm, I've gotten sick of the old uh, the old D- intro. Dusty? You, no. you got sick of Dusty? No, Dusty hasn't. Dusty's been the closer forever. But we okay. We took him off the intro like almost a year ago. Yeah, okay. So keyword there was we. we. And then a while ago it was I got tired of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying yeah. something new. Nobody else made any new intro music. Did anybody? Huh? Did no? you ask no? us to? Yeah, okay. I'll ask you to. Get you on did. there and make some new intro music. Done. Uh, it, something's got to be better than that. <laughs> well. We'll, we'll, we'll work on I that. thought maybe you were about to come out of the closet <laughs> or say you were coming vegan or something. Well, you don't music. like it? Oh, my God. It's upbeat. It's fresh. It's mm. poppy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's got, <laughs> right. got our friend Jen Rob in it. It's fresh and poppy. Did poppy. you ever think we would hear Fire Bro say, It's poppy. It's new. It's fresh and poppy. For the Whiskey Bro yeah. podcast. For the Whiskey Bro podcast. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to be wearing a, a fanny pack. I know. Well, Doc's already uh, gone yeah. down that freaking <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be talking too much, Trash. Your character on Modern Warfare has one. Oh. oh. Character on Warfare. Oh. Aren't you? Yeah. Here we are talking about video games. And right? he's the only American on the freaking game. I had to pick him. <laughs> Captain Price? Uh, that's not my he's character. He's not American. Yeah, but I think the operative statement here is oh, okay. he's got a fanny pack. He's got a fanny. The pack. operative statement is well, he's he has the potential to British be just as gay like as that. us. So. There's no. nothing gay about. Oh wait, <laughs> what do you think, Dusty? Oh, what's that whiskey? You like that whiskey? Is that the one y'all were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> one of them. Yeah, that's just to clean your palate. Yeah, there, little, you can go throw that out if yeah, you want. One of them. Which one is it? A little uh, smokestack. Hey, yeah. Uh, oh, is I, that the smokestack? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you had guy, it turned around. The label was missing <laughs> the other way. It's like this guy's out of practice. Get the mouth, uh, the mouth, the mic close to your yeah, mouth. I'm close to your mouth. There, there you just go. Just like that. Yeah. yeah. Just I, I couldn't okay. finish it last time I poured it. I mean, yeah. You don't have to drink that. Are we out of Malort? No, I still got some here. All right, we need a key word. That if somebody says it, they've got to finish the Malort. Oh, uh, yeah, because that worked well. It worked well with the, the taxes uh, thing. The, the poor Carson and taxes. Yeah. So. Dusty's but, here. But okay, how about the word? One. Medical. Baby. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever says baby first. Huh? How about it? How about it? Uh, okay, it's on. Okay. It's going to be you. You're going to say it on purpose because you're a glutton for punishment. Probably. Well, I am a little bit. Yeah, so y'all don't like the like intro. That. I think he needs something like, well, howdy, folks, and welcome to the Whiskey Bros <laughs> Podcast. My name's Bob Tallman. Oh, God. This is brought to you by Canadian Mist. <laughs> it's not good whiskey. It's Canadian Mist. <laughs> yep. That sounds right. Canadian. If we, get, if we can get Bob Tallman, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll do it. Why did that feel personal? <laughs> it, we love you, Doc. It's okay. But speaking well, of baby. Oh! <laughs> We drink the Malort. We didn't ever say yes, that, that was the word. Don't we play did. it off. No, drink the freaking no. You got to drink it. No, hey, you know what? I would. No, no, no. no, no. I, I would drink this. it. Hey, no. I would drink it. But guess what? I'm going to make an executive decision, and I don't want to drink it. You know what? Because we do everything we want to here. Make the freaking sound without us. Yeah. Well, somebody's like, got to sacrifice yeah. for you, mm-hmm. Savage. Yeah. Oh, yeah Hand it over. Yeah, I ain't drinking that. Yeah. Gosh. Off to a good start. Mm-mm, I got to say, the, the smokestack is uh, Savage terrible. is savage. You yeah. can say it. Like, terrible. Well, I, I save a had, little. I haven't had it. Yes. I was going to say, compare and contrast. Oh, you've never had that. this? Yeah. No. Oh, God. Oh, we have more? Is that another one? No, it's empty. Oh, okay. That's, huh. <laughs> yeah, get ready, because that'll be with you for 20 minutes from yeah. down the road. You'll still be tasting that. That That's, like, worse than most medicine I've taken. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and there's God. people that, like, love that stuff. Yeah. 
I, they they have to be masochist or something. Oh, something's wrong with them. Like Doc oh. loves it. He's he. I don't know. He I, there's something about it. It's like it's like contemporary <laughs> art. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you can't help but sit there and stare at it. It's like a car wreck. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch. Like a car wreck. Yeah. And my like I would rather drinking. drink what's in Doc's bottle over there, that old granddad <laughs> bottle, I think, than that. <laughs> no, you're out of your, you're out of your mind. Spit cup, like that's that's gross. That is like that makes a, a bartender's or barkeep's handshake. Is that what it's yeah, called? Something, something like to that. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, that makes that seem there, there was, yeah, the just downright. Pla- yeah, that. yeah. Oh. It's the opposite of that. So, I think. joining us tonight. Yeah, everybody has heard him, whether the they famous. know it or not. Mm, yep. Uh, Closing all of the podcast and all of our future videos. You've heard Dusty Baker, whether you know it or not. Yep. Uh, On the old so, guitar. But now you get to hear him sing yeah, or talk. I, well, yeah. I mean, I can sing if I need to. <laughs> can you? Although I'm a little out of practice. <laughs> yep, yep. Dusty Baker, everybody. Well, thank you but for I'm, having me. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't do the drums. We'll have to... Get over there and play them. Oh, oh, man. That's what I was. Uh, well, Will Carpenter is not in the house. Yeah. Telling everybody uh, this week leading up to this podcast, it's like one of the most intelligent guys I know. Well, thank you, Doc. Yeah. I appreciate That's that. Like, I tried to be. Who? Dusty. Oh, okay. You just kind of yeah. made that as a general sweeping statement. And I mean, Doc Dusty. doesn't know too many people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's true. To be fair, neither do I. <laughs> I mean, if you ever want to know the mechanism of what it takes to power a rocket ship in space, Dusty's right. Dusty man. knows. Yeah, that's just because yeah, he's yeah. got so much time on his hand. He sits on Google for like eighteen <laughs> yeah. hours a day. You want to know uh, what actually? Uh, what kind of power runs from solar power to the house? You ask Dusty. Yeah. Well, I, I'm more I'm more fluent in uh, in rocketry than I am solar power. I just yeah. know that you connect wires and stuff, which is kind of shameful since my dad's an electrician. Yeah. Um, I know just enough electricity to get me by, but. Okay. Uh, Okay, what's the uh, state of electric vehicles? Like, is that technology here to say? Um, it's kind of up in the air because we don't currently have enough of the raw material to make the batteries. Everything else is fine. Right. But the batteries right now with the lithium and the cobalt, um, there's only like a few places that you can actually get, especially the cobalt from. Uh-huh. And it's equivalent to like... Is that because um, it's so good for the environment? And only so many children to mine them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the cobalt is now like the new blood diamond mm-hmm. yeah. because the places where they get it is like slave labor. And like, it's not overstepping to call it that. It is essentially just slave labor. Yeah. And but that's so, part of Biden's okay. new green deal, though. Yeah. What I wanted to know was if Python programming language was taking over the world. <laughs> uh, Python and Doc just googled that before he asked that question. I seen he picked the phone up. <laughs> I thought it's because he's thinking about pythons. <laughs> yeah, I. Okay, please. Okay, so please. So Python is a programming language. Um, for background, I am studying software engineering, and I just started a new job at a a pretty good sized tech company. I won't disclose who it is because I haven't actually done the orientation with them yet. Yeah. So I w- want to make sure I'm oh, after they hear this tonight. You might not. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Do not tell them. Yeah, don't advertise this until so, you're in. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait till you sign the paper before you say, oh, hey, by the way. Right. But <laughs> Python is kind of what most people learn on. Yeah. Um, nowadays, it's a, a pretty easy, straightforward language. You just type, you know, common link, like English language into your, uh, your little interface there, 
and people do some really impressive stuff with it. Like there's those little Raspberry Pi oh, yeah. um, computers. Mm-hmm. They're about the size of like a cell phone. They're about 40 bucks uh, MSRP. And yeah. people make microcontrollers. Like, yeah. Um, so they do like their own uh, facial recognition setups for like door locks. Yeah. Um, uh, sprinkler, like irrigation setup, like all kinds of little projects that people do. But self programmed. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem with Python traditionally is that it's slow compared to like the old, the old, uh, languages. C++. Like, yeah. C and C. Yeah. But, um, that's kind of changing because they're just making incremental improvements on it. But that's, I, I think my, my point in all that was showing that Dusty has a broad array of, of talent. Yeah, and knowledge. Like knowledge. Yeah, so yeah. we could we yeah, could pause yeah. here. At record scratch. You're <laughs> starting. You're starting this endeavor coming from a medical background of being a paramedic, flight medic, firefighter, and yeah. and you're making this ninety degree turn. Into yeah, it's tech. it's been really wild. Um, I started mm. off in I guess it'd be 2011 here at uh, the fire department in Decatur. Mm. Uh, shout out to Nate Mara and the gang. Go over there. Not, not no more. Yeah, no, he's city manager now. He's oh, yeah. he's up the chain. Big chief. He's he's white collar now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big big chief. Um he was he was a captain when I first got there. They had just started their their paid service and mm-hmm. I was a volunteer there. Um I then went and worked over at uh, CareFlight in Fort Worth as a critical care medic, then made my way out to uh Pecos. Don't worry, Doc, I'll pick that up later. <laughs> <laughs> See what you started? I know. Just doing whatever the hell we want now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Dude. don't be sore about my intro music. Uh, I'm not. I'm just giving you <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, uh, is this mine? Yeah, you can have it. Wait, what is it? I got extra ones in the car. I was going to say, if you're bringing one, you're bringing three. I, I got more in the car. For my so, jacket let me that see. has the uh, Velcro spot for yeah, the patch uh, on it. Oh. So I, I worked on yeah. a fixed wing with nice. First Flight. Uh, shout out to my my buddies at the whole First Flight crew. And then uh, they got bought out, and I went to work for PHI on helicopter out there. And uh, I think I was out there for a total of four years, I think. And uh, that was wild. That's a lot of time away from home, too. Yeah. And you had to endure the psychotic American episode what? known as COVID-19. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why was that wild? Well, West Texas is wild anyway because um, it's – there's, it's not the same type of population that you have over here in like DFW. That's crazy people. Right. Well, it's crazy people, <laughs> but, but it's very rural out there. They don't have a lot to do. Right. Lots of big trucks, <laughs> but it's, it's primarily oil field workers or yeah. transient workers or things like that. So a lot of car wrecks, um, there's a highway 285 out there. That's got the legit nickname of the highway of death. Mm. Um, mm. And so a lot of car crashes, a lot of, uh, crush injuries, oil field injuries and things like that. But then um, we also had to go down to the little border town of Presidio a lot because there's a few hospitals down in Mexico Mm -hmm. that as soon as you run out of money and or they just don't want to deal with you anymore, they bring you up to the border. They kick you out, wish you the best of luck and like go back. And so uh, Presidio EMS would bring us these absolute dumpster fire of patients and we would have to pick them up and like just assess everything that was going on. Have to figure out what the hospital did. We had one lady, she was intubated um, with a a tube down her throat breathing. And they kicked her out at the border 
Are these Mexican citizens? Uh, about half and half. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um, so this one lady, she was intubated incorrectly. Yeah. So only one lung was being ventilated, uh-huh. and Presidio EMS brought them to us. Um, they don't have a vent. They don't have IV pumps. They don't have all those resources. So they're just winging it. And then we have to take that patient, stabilize them, and get them up to, like, not even a great hospital because yeah. the only level one facilities are in El Paso or Lubbock, and that is way too far from Presidio. That's a long. That's across the whole damn state. Yeah. So um, most of the time we'd take them to Odessa, which is like a level three or a level four, depending on the month. Mm. And um, they they did pretty good work, but yeah, it, it was still from Presidio. It's a uh, Oh, it's about a 45, no, 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 it's probably like an hour and 15 flight in a helicopter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so why the shift? Why well, the sh- why, you know, cause that sounds pretty, uh, exciting. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a great gig. It was exciting. It was all the things, but the only way for me to make more money is to work more. And I just felt like my body, especially the last two years has been breaking down. Yeah. Um, I've got low yeah. testosterone. I actually did get uh, diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Okay. Um, so thyroid's kind of jacked. Boy, that's that's an interesting uh, yeah. path to tread. Uh, Hashimoto's. Yeah. So Hashimoto. Why don't you two explain what that is for us <laughs> yes. lay people? Okay. Right, you can take it or I can take it. Either one. Um, it's a it's a type of autoimmune uh, disease. <laughs> that was funny real quick that you thought that Dusty was going to let you take it. That, that was funny. <laughs> 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 but it attacks the thyroid and okay. it's a, a type of hypothyroidism where it, it just it takes all of your metabolism and everything that the thyroid mm-hmm. controls and just turns it down and up. So is it really called Hashimoto or is that just a something? No, that is yeah. what it's called. Why what are, is it what called are, that? Uh, why is it is called it Hashimoto? Japanese, Japanese dude. Yeah, because yeah, Probably. he found it. Oh, okay. I, th- I think he was German though. He wasn't really Japanese. He just named it that. Yeah, he no, he his name was Hashimoto. He wasn't German then. He was Hashimoto. He wasn't German. It doesn't sound German uh, at all. It doesn't yeah. sound German at yeah. all. Okay, I'm I mean, lying. I know a lot of he Germans was Japanese. Their he name was Japanese. After the war, but that's yeah. a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's hello. My name is John Hashimoto. Uh, I'm German. Yeah. So so okay. Out of the attic. <laughs> so how do you frame this like autoimmune disease? Why do you have Hashimoto? Well, um, <laughs> basically, what, what a pleasant spin you put on it, Doc. <laughs> uh, a decade of of not sleeping at night. Um, yeah. So. The um, and you know the the low testosterone and then the thyroid issues and all those things they really go back to um, diet. Which if anybody's ever been around mm. anybody that works in EMS, especially private EMS, you know that yeah. like gas station food is kind of what you live off of. Mm. Oh yeah, and are then, you saying all subs burritos aren't healthy? I'm Beef saying all subs burritos are delicious <laughs> and also unhealthy. <laughs> um, but uh. Then Have the, you had a Jack in a Box taco? <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! But yeah, then the the lack of sleep, and shit everything diet, else. Yeah. no sleep, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. poor quality. So of so, life. how does that become autoimmune disease? Like internally, like how do you how do you get autoimmune disease from treating yourself poorly? Well, you don't directly. Um, okay. I, my my mother has Crohn's disease, which is another okay. form of uh, of autoimmune that attacks the large intestine. Um, primarily in her case. So I have a family history of autoimmune. So I'm kind of predisposed to yeah. any of those. Autoimmune. Right. And yeah. um, 
I am I, I have a allergy to gluten, which it seems like more and more people have uh, nowadays. Yeah. And I like I would have yeah. never assumed that I would have had that. So I'm trying to avoid Boy, that's an interesting dark hole. Yeah. Allergy to gluten. It's uh Okay, well, everybody is. <laughs> it's, okay, the, the hole is open. I'm going in. Yeah, the, uh, okay, you're right, because uh, people, it seems like more and more people are, quote unquote, gluten sensitive. Mm-hmm. And and I've had several patients who have traveled abroad and they've had gluten-containing products and haven't had a problem with it the minute they hit our soil. So, so... Is, do you think they're having more and more problem with it because it's out there now, and us as Americans, we see new stuff and we're like, oh, no, God, I think it's be it. honestly, I think our our monocrop and our GMO situation is really out of hand, Uh-oh. and and I'm I'm curious if it's not actually gluten itself. But you know, it's like chemicals used for. No, well, okay, there's so a lot of gluten containing containing products. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. You know, per, perhaps the foods that also have gluten in them mm-hmm. are causing these these increasing problems or, or more prevalent problems on because of something else. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be the uh, short wheat variety that mm-hmm. we're now using the uh, GMO uh, yeast. Engineered. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's and, a lot of theories too about uh, like chemical treatments, especially glyphosate. Yeah, being one. Yeah. And, um, residual I mean that that was those. on the Shannon Swan episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that that's common farming practice now. Like it is transition yeah. from yeah. busting sod, plowing ground into uh just mow the stuff, ground kill it with right. an herbicide and then yeah. plant your new crop. But that's over proven. That. So Yeah, it's it's pretty well I I won't say proven's a hard hard term actually in science mm-hmm. because Okay, what is actually proven? Don't get me started on that. Okay, you can't prove shit in science because hey, Doc, the nature don't of science. Don't start on that. Don't start on okay. that. Okay. Okay. We're already started on gluten sensitivity. Yeah, right. So I don't. I don't even know what I got onto that from. But uh, oh, Dusty's. Oh, it's it's well established. It's well established that you know we we've kind of fucked up our food supply, and that might be contributing to the mounting sensitivities. Uh, and it's not obvious actually why. I think overall quality of life too. Like people are just shut-ins now. Well, everything is too convenient. Think so? Yeah, I know so. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I will say from my anecdotal mm-hmm. interactions with my own patients, mm-hmm. um, like there there is a certain population. And of course, it's it's a little skewed because the people that call nine one one the most are not representative of like. <laughs> The whole population, right? right? Yeah. yeah. You've got frequent flyers. You've got people that are just generally unhealthy. So that's that. But there is a whole lot of people that make the movie Wally seem like like a prediction. Oh, mm-hmm. you know? And oh, idiocracy. Yeah. yeah. But that's a growing segment of people, it seems. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I want to interject a, uh, a, a new discussion that's not on our list. But it's the uh, definition of porn. Okay. okay. That's quite a segue. <laughs> it, it is, but it's yeah. not. It's, it is, but it's not. Uh, okay. Me and uh, my cr- CrossFit coach and I, mm-hmm. Jonathan, I don't currently go to CrossFit because I'm in a restorative phase of exercise, but uh, we were I having- like that. That's a um, 
a pleasant sounding way of I'm being lazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm focusing on yoga. Okay. I'm focusing on the things that actually kind of restore me, not strain me. Uh, but. Uh, we were having a talk about porn. Porn came okay. up. Yeah, yeah, porn. <laughs> Restorative. And and it's applying. I, I've heard several people do this lately, and I've not heard it before. But applying the concept of porn mm-hmm. to things other than naked people having sex, right? Uh, being well, instant gratification. It's yeah, all, it's all dopamine. Like yeah, that's, dopamine. Yes. Things yeah. that give you the dopamine hit without having to do the work, right? For it. And you know, and, there's there's a really good neuroscientist by the name of Andrew Huberman. Oh, he's people. great. Yeah, his podcasts are great. Yeah. So, um, I've actually been following a lot of his stuff to try and make me better. You know, right. trying to fix my body and and everything. And one of the things that he talks about is really getting away from that instant gratification mm-hmm. of like the quick dopamine hits and going towards stuff like you have to earn it. Yeah. You know. Right. Um. So that Wally made that idea prevalent in my mind uh because that show you know it's like okay if we live in a civilization where we're all seeking the dopamine hit without having to work for it yeah that's the end game that's the end game yeah for sure right but uh you know i've I've been but that's not a healthy end game no 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 it's not no, I mean that's that's the end game for people that are just constantly seeking that dopamine fix. Oh, right, yeah, right, okay. So all addiction, whether it's heroin, whether it's porn, whether it's alcohol, whatever it is, tobacco, it all ends in a dopamine dump in your brain. Yeah, and that's kind of what you end up seeking. That mm-hmm. that pleasure center in your brain is activated by dopamine. Yeah, I think we have a massive porn epidemic, and I think we also have a massive drinking epidemic too. Like okay. drinking has become more and more mainstream. Okay, yeah, we're all guilty of it here. But I I've, wouldn't say guilt guilty is a strong word. I would say that any more than two guilty. to three drinks a week is probably problematic. That's, so so okay. So I I think it probably serves us well to define addiction with well, regards to you feel like to, two ounces a week no, is two pro- to three drinks a week. Like <clears throat> cocktail drinks? That's funny. Heath is sitting over there, savage, like close sitting to over o- there, running this through his brain, thinking yeah. like, okay, well, six to 10 ounces. He's a week. thinking about his last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you really get down to it, any alcohol is essentially a toxin. Toxic. Yep. And yeah. so, I mean, not that it is without value, like it's an anesthetic. It can have right. some, some analgesic properties, painkiller, mm-hmm. all those things. Screw but all at, that. It tastes amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's not worth <laughs> it without value. And it does relax you. Yeah. yeah. There are some yeah. good attributes to it. Yeah. But overall. But, okay. But, so, so. But yeah, I'm not but, speaking just about people in this room. How do you define alcohol addiction? I, I don't think it's so easy. It's not easy. No. Absolutely yeah. not. I, I I think it actually comes down to the way that alcohol affects you functionally or affects your potential. Yeah, but there's also long term effects from alcohol too. That in the in the current right. time, you you are okay. Wait, define that, please. In, in, no, the, wait, present, wait, in the present time, yeah, your health conditions are fine. Long term, oh. you're, you're doing cumulative damage that ends up adding up and and hurting you in the long term. Okay, now we're going to change our name to Vegan Bros. 
Let's see. If we are. It all, it all started from that freaking <laughs> yeah. music. Right? That poshy music we just had. How does being responsible with alcohol consumption equate to veganism? You know what? I, I do He's have a plant-based diet. All my meat comes from a processing plant. That's right. Yeah, mine, mine too. <laughs> it's a processing plant with four hooves. Or sorry, eight hooves. Yeah. And uh, four legs. A tail, all my two eyes, two ears. Yeah, <laughs> no, goes, I got Ooh. it. Mm. All my meat, eight plants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. As God intended it, right? But that's so, not. Yeah, a, we, I mean, you can't even argue the God aspect. It's like just take a look at history. Oh, now we're going down that path. We're, we're still on the gluten sensitivity <laughs> path in one yeah. way or another, or now we're on the dopamine <laughs> yeah. path or the alcohol path. But what was your What was your point relating to dopamine and uh, in, like the instant gratification? Oh, you brought up Wally. Wally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and so that's what, like, the underpinning of Wally is. You have a, a bunch of fat Americans. We don't have that, to work for anything. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to. They don't even have to get out of their chair. Yeah, they just stay in their chair all day. Right. You know, and and so that's yeah. Why are you giving yeah. me looks? Over Something there? to rethink. What? Yeah. Giving no, me. I just happened to. He look, was giving me the stink eye. I just happened to look up from my. Phone. <laughs> that's just his face. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking up from my. <laughs> this phone. This is my happy you, face. Yeah, you were the first one I looked at. So. So my effort to combat that instant gratification, because I've been guilty of it with with food primarily, and then I've been on... Uh, we all have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Adderall, especially, because mm. I've been going to school. Oh, I've that been, segues into the next We actually have that subject. down as a point. Oh, really? A bullet oh, point. Yeah. Yes, Adderall. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was taking it Adderall. says Dusty has a problem. Yeah, no, <laughs> we need to talk, bro. Right? Yeah, this yeah is that's a real reason why no, we invited is, you on, bro. Yeah. This is a Let relevant and worthy discussion, <laughs> yeah. right? Right? Right now. So I was I was using Adderall um, as a way to to focus for school to um, to have energy, and then especially when I was working out in West Texas, that's a six hour drive. Yeah, I was waking up at two o'clock in the morning. And driving all the way out there and then having to function all day. And, yeah. like, it was horrible health-wise. That's but awful, yeah. I was taking Adderall to be able to be functional. And it's, like, it sounds bad, but everybody out there did it. The truck drivers sure. did it. And if they couldn't get Adderall, there was a big meth problem out there, which yeah. I definitely didn't dabble in. But, um, you know, I I did that. And then I realized at a certain point, like, all that dopamine dump from the Adderall I could potentially replace that, right? Yeah. And so I started kind of searching for that. And going back to Andrew Huberman, um, I'm kind of following his prescription Uh of every morning I've started doing this. I do uh, like a pure cold shower since I don't have like a proper cold plunge. Yeah, a little Wim Hof there. Yeah, and that is the most miserable thing I do every day. But Amen. It... It really makes my mood better. Mm-hmm. It gives you like a prolonged dopamine release of like four to six hours for the rest of the day. And like I said, it's miserable. I thought the water was like 40 something degrees. I got a thermometer and it's tested. Like no, it was like 58. Okay. Yeah. But man, I felt like such a wimp, you know, because <laughs> you're sitting there thinking you got ice drip, you know, dripping off your beard and you're just so <laughs> right? just a hardened dude. And it's like, no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying that. I'm trying to to limit my caffeine mm-hmm. and kind of withhold the dopamine from my brain. That way I can get back to an equilibrium of where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Right. And then I can start kind of adding some some more oh. coffee. Um I'm not gonna go back on Adderall, but like normal 
you know, healthy day-to-day stuff. My, okay. My vice the last few months and in, in being um, <laughs> in a restorative, <laughs> in a restorative <laughs> mode before uh, our daughter got here was uh, just being a lazy piece of shit. And now I'm trying to get out of that rut. And I tell you what, having a kid, I feel 10 years younger. Yeah, and speaking of that, I don't think we've had a podcast since you've been becoming no, baby daddy. Yeah, congratulations, buddy. Been yeah. a dad. Yeah. Uh, Kiddo we're we're like, not going to dive down that rabbit hole, otherwise I'm going to get extremely emotional. So oh, let's do it. So no, let's, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Kiddo's like do it, eight yeah. days old. Yeah, eight days old as of today. Thanks, man. Nice yeah. work. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had our, our little daughter, Cora. <laughs> Head full of hair. I mean, I can't, I can't believe that that yeah. like mat she's got on her luscious yeah. locks. Um, February eleventh, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, we're parents now. Yeah, I've, I have what joined was, the fray, the brotherhood. <laughs> what What did it feel like? Oh man, okay, it was terrifying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, before she's even born, the terrifying part is trying to console your spouse who is giving birth to this thing, right? And in excruciating pain. And I'm crying like because my wife is sitting here screaming uh, 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 in good hands. The doctors and the nurses sure, are all yeah, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And these these are the nurses at Presby, Denton. Uh, is it Texas Health? Yeah. THR? Yeah. Yep. They're a district there, 35. Fantastic staff. Hands down. I mean, literally people doing God's work. But you're mortified because your wife, your spouse, your partner is in all this pain and you can't do a goddamn thing for them. Yeah. <laughs> so true. squeezing yeah. her hand. She's squeezing mine. Oh, yeah. Saying, listen to the nurse, babe. Listen to the nurse, babe. Because I'm listening to the nurse going, I'm breathing too. <laughs> you think it's you having a baby? I'm here with you. Yeah. Um, and then when that baby comes out, man, it's uh, your whole world is is done in a good good way. So that was the first time oh, I've been able to cry tears of joy in a hospital environment in Whoa. eight years or so. Yeah. So in a, in a course of two years, I lost my dad, my stepfather, my father-in-law to be, um, my grandfather, my last grandfather, yeah. my stepbrother, and I'm missing one more. There's one more. I lost all, basically all the male role models out of my life in a two-year period, and none wow. of them to COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, so this was that, a COVID. <laughs> yeah. This was a happy, joyful occasion, and um. I love it. I love being a dad. I love yeah, that baby yeah. girl. I mean, it. You, when they say there's a love that you feel that you can't explain mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it's your child, that's that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would 100 percent give my life for that girl and do anything for her. <laughs> so. Well, just think of the joy you're going to feel as you watch her grow. I don't want man. And, I, I don't uh-huh. want to. She's. It's already eight days. Yeah. And she's yeah. changed so much in a week. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wait. I'm not saying slow down when it's three in the morning and she's wailing and screaming. <laughs> I'm like, oh, can we get through this stage but still have that beautiful little baby? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, you you have one drive, right? Yes. Okay. One drive. I sync my wife and my phones to the photos to back up the photos. Yeah. I didn't oh. know that it did this, but it gives you memories, yes, kind of like does. Facebook. Yep. And so. Like, um, what was it? A couple a couple of weeks ago, I got a memory from two years ago. So my son just turned two mm-hmm. in January, and it was a picture of him when he was like one month old. And when your phone pops that up and you're just going through your yeah, normal day, you're, you're, and you're not, not prepared for it. That, it's like, yeah. 
Oh my! <laughs> I gotta, gosh. yeah, gotta stop and take a breather. Yes, yeah. he's so little, and I can't believe he was that little. And now, like his little vocabulary has just exploded. Yeah, he's saying new words constantly. He's growing. He's wanting me to throw him up in the air. You yeah, know? you brought him over the house the other night with like the most adventurous little spirit. Yeah, and helpful. Like he has your your. I guess I don't know what you'd call you know first responder type attitude, but like, servant's what, heart. Yeah, a servant's heart. Yeah, wanting to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely does that. He wants to help my wife and I constantly, whether or not we want it or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, no, oh, take man. a nap, son. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so uh, I want to go back to Adderall. Uh, mm. Okay. So so I've thought about this a lot lately, and, and it's almost like running, like the rat running in the, uh, the rolling cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The hamster wheel. The hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... It like Adderall makes it feel like okay, you're doing relevant work oh, while for you're sure. doing that. Okay, and yeah. th- but you have nothing to really show. This drug for is it. okay because it's making me a productive member of society. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, or it's making you feel productive. Yes, while yeah. you take it. Okay, and and but then at the end of the day, you've just run the rat race. Yeah, yeah, for you, sure. Who who? Yeah, who has truly gained? Well, there right. was a study at one point, and I, I can't remember who did Big it. Big pharmaceutical. That's Bastards. Who. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pfizer. But yeah, but could could you argue that it's a good or bad drug? I don't that's know. That's hard. I think that's, that's you really could argue hard. that it's bad because it's not necessary. Like, we've built a, a man-made— But a lot of people would say it is. Because we built a man-made societal construct of a society— Yeah, but there's a lot of people that, that says you're cocaine to, is necessary for them. Yeah, that them you're to, supposed uh, to be productive. the same way Adderall, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a— that we've made this society that you're supposed to be uber yeah you'll have them until mom. you die and or yeah okay now you're okay. retired now you don't you're no longer relevant okay yeah. so so this is where it gets hard uh you'll have a mom of a kid uh-huh. okay who well, is how else could she be a mom right oh okay yep. very good point <laughs> Very good point. No man, it's twenty twenty three. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. We are. Ta- those are birthing people. Right? Birthing people. Yeah. That's you know what's going to be say. awesome about that but, is in two hundred years when somebody digs up these people's bones that have all these pronouns yeah. and they identify oh, yeah. as rainbow whatever, uh-huh. they're going to be like, that's oh, that was dude. a female. Yeah. 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 Male skeletal remains. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but then they're going to pull up these. Uh, archives of all the videos of them days and those and this and go what in the living hell <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it. it's a okay so you have a mom who is of a uh, kid of a kid yes of a kid <laughs> who's failing and you start them on Adderall and then very quickly after starting Adderall those grades come up to passing or even excelling because now you've turned them into the hamster in the cage and that's core curriculum of Nothing is tailored to an individual's okay. skill set. So you'll have a mom that I'm. I, I'm, I see I'm not what you're tied saying. to these ideas, right? But you'll have a mom who comes back and says, "Oh, I finally feel like I can. I, I like. I feel normal again." Yeah, yeah. Right. I wish we had my wife here, who's like kind of an expert in this field too. Yeah, there are are definitely certain needs, children who that those kind of drugs benefit. Right. I don't well, I, I mean, I don't know. They're like it is like that's a blurry line. Well, I, I get what you're saying, and I yeah. totally agree with the the idea of like you want your kids to be better, and however right. you can do that 
like you want to explore all avenues. I just think there might be better ways to do that. Yeah. Do you let your kid fail? Like, but I don't know. Or like, maybe it's tough. not even the kid's problem. Maybe yeah. it's the school. Right. Right. Because like maybe your kid shouldn't be in that whatever, situation. Like what, what about consequences? We've taken consequences out of the equation. That's fair. Yeah. 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 It's not. Yeah, I but I mean, so. like school, whether it be public school or college or whatever, has tr- like taken a drastic turn. And you two going to Jordan Peterson the other day, I don't yes. like, be fresh on this. <laughs> like that, it oh. is not tailored for little boys. Uh-huh. No, all. it is not. Right. It and like, not. if you look at the the rates of like mit, like boys versus girls going into college, it is overwhelmingly not even close. Mostly female. Female, yeah. Right. And so, like, that's disturbing in its own right. Right. But Good then, point. like, so going back to the Adderall problem is, is the Adderall really the solution? Or is it, like, do we need to address how we teach kids? Or do we need to address maybe maybe there's something else? I think, else. obviously, we need to do that. Well, for sure. But, I mean, yeah. like, as far as the quick fix that we're all looking for, maybe there's something else, whether it be, like, a cold plunge in the morning for the— for the kids. Mindfulness. Yeah. And like, maybe it's the home environment is not a stable one. Like there's a lot of variables in there. I just know like, cause Adderall is basically meth. Like it's amphetamine and I've seen. It's like time released meth. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've seen where that ends up and it is not a pretty place. Mm. Cause I had a patient, I won't disclose where, but uh, we had, it was me and my partner and there were two other sheriff's deputies on scene. And this guy was in a bar ditch on the side of the road, out of his mind, so high on meth, he couldn't even talk to me. He was mm. just rattling off like random Bible scripture mm. and then talking nonsense. And then he had all these things shoved in his pockets. He had like a two by four up his jacket, like up the back and pulled it out. And we're like, hey, buddy, um, why don't you come with us? We'll help you. You know, you're you're not safe here on the side of the road. You might get hit by a car because he's kind of wandering around. And he pulls out, like, this Dr. Pepper bottle, and he goes to open it. And one of the sheriff's deputies is like, hey, buddy, that's not Dr. Pepper. That's yellow. And he opens this can or this Dr. Pepper bottle that's full of somebody else's urine and wow. downs it. And just like in one big gulp, and he throws the bottle down, and he says, you know, there's some people in this world, they got to drink, you know, through the little filter straw stuff, and they ain't got clean water. We ought to be grateful for what we got. And he just hops in the back of the ambulance, and he's happy as a clam, like proud of himself. And I'm like, well, I'm definitely stopping Adderall after today. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, but, but, okay, well, what about coming off of Adderall? Because apparently it's short. Like it's... Short, short, like out of supply. Um, I've oh, I've I been told that there's. I thought you meant coming off of it was. There's a short. no physical oh, yeah. um, uh, physical withdrawals of coming off of an amphetamine. Well, I would I would debate that. I, really, I had some withdrawals coming off because I was on it for about three years yeah. or so, and not that I wasn't taking like a super high dose. I wasn't abusing it. Um, when I mean physical, I mean like if you've watched an alcoholic in withdrawals where it's like yeah, unfunctional it's, shaking. It's not the same as that for right, sure, right. but you okay. feel like crap for about a week. Okay. Yeah. I would say yeah. just no, no energy depressed, just overall like crap. And, and, the, and allows you, it allows you to, I think this is actually even a more significant point. It kind of allows you to run yourself ragged. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and and not feel the effects of your strain, right? So yeah. it's the same thing as kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Uh, and on the opposite, the opposing side, you have the anti-anxieties, mm. and yeah. the extreme addictive nature of those. Well, okay, so that's not. There are a lot of good non-Xanax options for anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, and. I feel like, okay, well, I'm looking at my own patient population, but I feel like uh, we've worked out of the age where we're prescribing a lot of the quote-unquote Xanax the, um, class of medication, the benzodiazepines. Benzos, yeah, yeah, benzos, okay. Exactly. Uh, that's not that's refreshing to hear because I watched there's a new, a new documentary out about the usage of those. and Yeah, for right. some situations, and I've even been through this, yeah, they are the magic pill. Or the magic bullet. Right. Oh, they are the sure. magic bullet. But the longer you use that bullet, they're not the des- less magic it becomes. They're not so. designed for long term. No, right. You need to figure sure, right. your own shit out, but these things will If you gotta have something you. that works. So what's taking their place? Uh good question. Okay, various other medications. So you have medicines like hydroxazine and buspirone, which are out they're two separate classes, but they're out of the class of the benzodiazepines and and they really treat kind of the background of anxiety. But what's what's more interesting, I think, around anxiety is what JBP said, you know. Uh, so Heath and I went to a Jordan Peterson uh, lecture, and he actually touched upon this, and, and I've heard him touch upon this before, but anxiety is kind of a misalignment of spirit. Okay. It's, it's like when when – you are in a situation to where there's fear and there's no evident way out. And mm-hmm. that could be a social situation. It could be a work situation. It could be a personal situation, you know, or a health situation. But, but it's like, it's, it's kind of a misalignment within yourself of what you should do. And that creates the anxiety. Now the medicine does alleviate the symptoms of that. Mm-hmm. But maybe some anxiety is warranted. Uh, to- it seems like this all extends to the the conversation that began all of this of the societal construct of the, the dopamine dump and, and everything just being handed to you. Right. When you had to work your ass off or something, anxiety wasn't a problem. Anxiety was energy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of the anxiety of today's culture is just people not having anything a purpose work towards yeah a purpose, right yeah. yeah it's a it's a meaning crisis yeah, yeah. and right? and like it's not enough for somebody to work towards a new car yeah. or for for something that can be gotten just by signing a piece of paper <laughs> was that charlie <laughs> Doc, yeah Doc, charlie Char- was uh, chiming in, in. Yeah, he that. <laughs> yeah um you know like the the physical aspect of it whether it be you know Working out, exercising, or, you know, like, I, I've been dying to try out Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And that's definitely on my, uh, yeah. my short list of things that I want to do in the near future. But, like, something that you actually have to work towards physically, and it's not just something that you can click a button and, you know, download another video game. Something or, you have to actually practice. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's also a... We are a tribal species, so there's also a team aspect to 
sure, yeah. this too. I mean, you, when you look back at ancestry, like your little tribes together worked together. It was we were a cohesive unit, and we've gotten away from that. It's like we're the individual unit, and there's no there's no teamwork. I mean, yeah, there is in right. some aspects, but um, not yeah. in a therapeutic sense. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, so for the bulk of human history, uh, humans did not encounter more than a hundred to one hundred and fifty individuals in their whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then th- th- thus started civilization. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and and then civilization, by virtue of that, brought its own other problems to the table. Yeah, that that we have to sort out. And and I would argue that we are store still sorting out. I think we are in the realm of uh, unrealistic expectations or the era of unrealistic expectations. Okay. What do you mean by that? Um, that we're just overproducing. Overproducing. To a, we're, we're overcomfortable. Okay. Okay. Well, so, okay. I, I'm going to push back on that and say, okay. not everyone in this world is overcomfortable. Not we everybody. Are. No, right. no. But that's, like you said, that is, for most people, if you ask them, that is their end game. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah. would like to get to a point where I'm just comfortable. But okay, I think that's so, a byproduct of where we came from. Sure. Of, you How, know, not even going back to, oh. like, if you if you believe in God or you believe in evolution or whatever, if you just look back into our recent history, like, the median lifespan was what like 40 years not much yeah yeah and so like yeah being comfortable was the end game back then because you were just trying not to die yeah and now we live in a time where like we're basically androids right okay Mm -hmm. we're we don't have anything implanted in us but we have a cell phone on us all the time that we can just be like hey siri what is the speed of light oh it's three hundred thousand meters per second okay like uh, I don't yeah. have to do the work it's of driving true. to a library to hey, look that up. Speaking anyway. of, you just turned her on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's been listening this whole time. Yeah. Okay, so so how how do you define success? I don't think I'm able to. Or or how do we success, generally define success is subjective to everybody's own individual yeah, perception. I would say okay until I don't know if it's still this way. I can okay? I can I'm tell you what did that my, way, my, but. I like, can tell you what my own personal version of success is. Yachts would, and helicopters. No, but I, I. But we as a people still. But define, then you drink yourself to death because you have absolutely no agenda. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. we define success materially, generally. Well, the American culture does. Yes, yeah. but then, yeah. like one of my former pilots, um, Libor, who is the sweetest person, most genuine human being I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, he started out as a fighter pilot over in the Czech Republic, and then he was my helicopter pilot when I was working out in West Texas. And um, he, especially during COVID, when all that stuff was going on, he like said, I'm out. And he went back to the Czech Republic. He's uh-huh. living in a village of like 40 people out on the outskirts. Wow. He has chickens. He has a garden. And he's by himself. And he just like he said that he meditates every now and then. And he's just, he's happy. Yeah. But he's definitely not the norm. Right. You know, I'm, I'm envious of his contentment. Yeah. Because I'm you, definitely not you there. You don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. It's the, the keeping of the Joneses is the fucking American effect. Yeah. Right. Like, so we turn the, we, we've given ourselves the rat race. Yeah. Yeah. And it's our own damn fault. Yeah. Now, I, and, like that's what I said. I could tell you what my success, okay. my idea of success is Whoa. 10 years from now. But if I look back 10 years ago, where I'm sitting now, I would have probably, you know, 10 years ago, Chance would have said, 
this is a pretty healthy spot to be. Yeah, like right. I'm good, but no, it's adaptive for every person. Yeah. Okay. So success feels oh, okay. Is the geez. Okay. So dopamine is released whenever we're in the zone of proximal achievement. Okay. okay? So, so that means that we are, we are in the zone of achieving something. We're in the event okay? horizon. It means right? that the reward in your mind is not actually when you get the thing. Yeah, no, when you no, get it's the in thing. the Just pursuit before. of the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's in the pursuit of the thing. When you get the thing, it's like, okay, cool. What's next? Exactly. Yeah. And and for the longest time, and and maybe this is still the case, but the most accessible zone of proximal uh, achievement has been in the realm of material things, mm-hmm. and and so you know, it's like you got your house. Oh, I can use myself as an example. You got your house, and it's like. Oh, what do I need next? Yeah, not all yeah, of us so have cool. a forty foot by forty foot living room. <laughs> yeah, true. So, 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 so you focus on you. You focus on what you can purchase next sure. because that's your most accessible uh, zone of proximal achievement. Yeah. Well, especially right? now with Jeff Bezos making everything like next day shipping. Oh, boom, yeah. dude! The amount yeah. of times that I've been on Amazon and be like, oh man, you know what, like. And I feel just as guilty for ordering Amazon as I do like porn. Yeah. Really? It. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's too instant what? gratification. Okay. I like it. I like it. Why well, is it's, that? It's it's just because you don't have to go shop for it. It's because there's no effort. And and yeah. you're and you're who knows who the hell you're supporting. Right? You can't you can't see, touch, and feel whoever that little storefront is on Amazon. It okay. could be in Indonesia. Who's yeah. a child rapist murdering piece of shit, or it could be some nice, you know, humble couple in America that's you don't know that. You're not walking into the store to buy and purchase Good point. from somebody that you can see, touch, and feel and make contact with. Guess you better start going to Walmart. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not to mention like all this next like emphasis on getting stuff now has made it to where like the shipping traffic across the ocean, mm-hmm. like in those big cargo ships, yeah. is constant yeah you know yeah oh yeah like our pursuit of next day shipping has made it to where like who okay who it is. cares, it's a global who cares if your diesel truck produces a little bit of soot mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm not defending the roll coal bunch <laughs> or the carolina squat bunch no they, they they need to go but you know perspective is all i'm saying you know yes uh, yeah and i guarantee you every son of a bitch out there that's screaming about greenpeace and uh the climate crisis and this and that i'll shop on amazon oh for sure yeah yeah it's outside, i don't think it's mind. going away mm-hmm. it's no it's not going away absolutely yeah. not no it's too, no, because it's too have, convenient. You, have you heard one single person talk about we should make cargo ships electric no that would be damn, damn that would be impossible yeah mm. Well, okay. You let never me back say up. impossible. I'm, impossible. I'm talking Hold like on. mini uh, fusion <clears throat> generators or uh, sailboats. Yeah. Yeah. Sailboats. I mean, Ooh, in, yeah. powered by the wind. Yeah. They make Who's some, got time for that? How, how can they make submarines but not cargo ships? That's that's fair. Yeah, but I mean, to be cargo ships are a lot bigger. Yeah. By, well, we can still by do mass. it. It's just yeah. a submarine costs what? Right, a trillion dollars to build. <laughs> sure. We haven't asked Savage Bro down here what his version of success is. Dude, I live it every day, bro. <laughs> I actually believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the cherries sitting in. <laughs> yeah, dude. I live it every day. Yeah, he's got, got a freaking lazy boy. I got no office debt, chair over there. I, got, I mean, nah. You know, that's a huge one that not many people in this country enjoy is the no debt part. Yeah. I mean, we got one credit card, but most of that's 
Yeah. Yeah. Freaking taxes. Because, like, I'm, I'm at the point now where, like, my wife has stayed home to take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we're expecting baby number two oh, in yeah. April. April 3rd is the due date. Mm, second boy. Yeah, second boy. <laughs> Dusty is filling the gap of boy. Exactly. Everybody yeah. else around us is girl, 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 girl. Uh, girls everywhere. Dude, I don't have a choice. There hasn't been a female baker born in almost 100 years. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Keeping the streak alive. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> but yeah, so um, like she elected to stay home. Mm. And uh, the original idea was she was going to stay home for a while and then go back to work and do what everybody else does. And then he got here and she's like, I don't think I can do that. I was yeah. like, okay, well, don't. <laughs> You know, I can I can work some overtime. She's like, don't worry, I got more Adderall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was working a ton of overtime, yeah. and I was making that happen. And then they shut down the base in West Texas, and then it's like, ooh, okay. Now all that overtime that I was really counting on, because and that's the thing about being a paramedic or even a firefighter, like it's still the service industry. Yeah. It's just got yeah. a little bit of bling to it, right? Yeah. You know, everybody looks at flying in a helicopter as awesome, but it's like – you don't really get to enjoy it because like, yeah. I had this idea when I started in in EMS and fire service of like I didn't want to be in a cubicle behind a computer looking at a screen. Right. And you want to be in the field. Right. And then one day I wake up and I'm in a Bell 407 flying 150 knots or 150 miles an hour across like the mountain range and I'm sitting on my butt looking at a screen. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Wait. All I have around, done been tricked. Yeah, all this is passing me by. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, you know, doing all that, the only way that I could make more money is by being gone more. Yeah. And that just stopped being a viable option at some yeah. point. Like, I've missed half of my first son's life because of work. Yeah. And yeah. that just sucks, you know? But you, but you said it. It's, uh, okay, the thing that made you uh, change the course of your life was money. Well, I would say the the thing that changed the course of my life was my son. Yeah. Um, okay. The the thing that enables that life was money and overtime. And now I'm at the point where okay, I want to restructure everything to where we're not playing this game anymore. No, I, feel I don't want to. I don't want to keep working overtime. I don't want to have to. You know, I don't want to have to make my wife go back to work. I don't want to have to do any of that. And so. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. It's kind of a work in progress, but move the, out of America. Well, where the hell do you geez. go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anywhere is cheaper yeah. than this. It's yeah. either yeah. ridiculous. It's either nowadays. third world poverty or capitalism nonstopness. Yeah. yeah, I think okay, okay. Just just like the dopamine hit, uh, expand that to America. Okay? Like we got to figure this shit out. Like we got to figure this shit out. We ain't gonna go nowhere, mm-hmm. right? You can't. You cannot go. There's no quick fix. Yeah, you cannot. There's go no anywhere Adderall now. that can fix this. Like we, no. we, we are just gonna have to figure this shit out. Shotguns that fix a lot <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Just... You can't go anywhere now without spending a hundred dollar bill. I mean, anywhere. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah so let me tell you. So we went last night. We went to uh, Roanoke. So I stopped and got gas. And then we stopped at that little grocery store thingy. The, the South African? Yeah, Anton's, which you got to look, go to this place. Yeah. The South Af- African place out of nowhere. Freaking awesome, though. And then we went to Olive Garden because that's where Blake wanted to go. Mm. I guarantee you we spent $300. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Time it was all said and done. Yeah. yeah. 
$300 for a two-hour trip to the city. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. Was. And and was it worth it? God, no. It sucked. I'm with you. Yeah. Anton's you. was awesome. Gas station sucked. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Olive Garden was terrible. Let me guess. Bucky's. No, we stopped at the Loves in Rome. Oh, okay. Because I needed gas. You deprived your children of a Bucky's experience. I did. We passed right by. Uh, Dude, I went. Okay, so I filled up at Bucky's today all the time (laughs) after church. Yeah, Bucky's is the most confounding thing to me. It's It's a gas station, but it has like a cult following of people, right? And like. I'll, I'll admit, I'm one of them that loves Bucky's. Uh-huh. It's yeah. awesome. Like, you yeah. go in there, you can buy a race can that's five gallons that doesn't have that yeah. stupid little EPA yeah, crap you, on there. You can buy some truffle hot sauce. So let me tell you what Bucky's yeah. is. It's a gas station, and Walmart had a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. But the other thing, too, is yeah, they, they got everything in there. They pay their people amazing. That's, that oh, is, that is true. Shining example of why Bucky's is such a successful venture. Yeah, for they sure. take care of their employees, and it shows because you, you'll never walk in and, and are pursued by a mad at Bucky's employee. They're all no, like, they're yeah, happy to be there. Even, even the dude in there cleaning the toilets, man, yeah. he's happy. He's like, hey, oh, what up, the Bucky's? Can I clean yeah. your shit for you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they prioritize the customer experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm not pissed in a dirty Bucky's pisser. <laughs> no, that's that's right? true. They're known. Like I've, I've been to probably five of them, and they've all been just as immaculate, yeah. just as clean. And like the one over here at 35 over by the Speedway, yeah. They are, I don't know if they filled it or not, but they were hiring a car wash manager for the new car wash that they're building. Uh-huh. Yeah. Guess how much annually the salary is for a car wash manager? 120. 110. <laughs> oh! 110. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, we Walter yeah. White kind of showed that maybe there's some money laundering <laughs> going on. In that hey, you know what? Bless, <laughs> bless them if they do. Yeah. Yeah, no you shit. see all these California people coming on TikTok calling it boosies? Boosies? Oh, really? What? Boosies. No. <laughs> uh, my family, our family from the Midwest, every time they come down, Bucky's, Bucky's, Bucky's. Oh, yeah. Water burger, water yeah, burger, and thing. Bucky's. Yeah. yeah. And then we're getting an HEB close by. So we're going to have that yeah. like trifecta thing. Well, you remember Wolf Brand used to be the same way. Yeah. You wait, go, wait, wait, you wait. You could only get that in Texas, but. We're getting HEB? Uh, Close. Alliance. Oh, Alliance, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay, okay. But that's, yeah, yeah. I will drive Close to enough. Alliance instead of driving two minutes to the Walmart in our town. Oh, for sure. Well, the Walmart in Decatur. It's the worst, it dude. Is, <sighs> it is the portal to hell itself. It is. It is. Because <laughs> I remember as a kid, my parents and I would drive all the way to Weatherford because mm. that was the super center. Yeah. And then they built one in Decatur. And for a while, the one in Decatur was, yeah. was new and special mm. and shiny. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I think I might die here. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch anything with your bare hands. But it's insane because even I, I don't. I think I might have been in there once since they remodeled the whole dang thing. The problem with that is it's a smaller Walmart. Same thing with everything in our town for some reason. Like if you go to an actual real Lowe's, like not the grocery yeah. store, but the it's bigger. Regular Lowe's are, are huge. Yeah, they'd yeah. be selling like work boots and stuff in it. I mean, they're, they're and for some really? reason it's. Our, our all of our stuff is stupid small. Yeah. Chilies, our chilies. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee you. I know why that is because every one of these uh, places that you're talking about, they're a larger corporation, mm-hmm. and they have bean counters that are looking at the static population of Decatur and be like, yeah. oh, well, it's only what like fifteen, twenty thousand right. people yeah, that but, live within the city. But but, uh-huh. but like even when I was at the fire department and like we were talking about growing and adding stations and everything mm-hmm. else. You know, back then the static population of Decatur was like fifteen grand, but then and the, the transient population during yes. business hours yeah. was back then. This is like 
almost 10 years ago was 30,000 people. Oh, at least. I bet it's more than that now. I, we yeah. need to ask Holzbach. He told me what it was. The population after 5 p.m. in Decatur is X amount, and then during business hours, it's it's like it's tenfold. Yeah. yeah. And these right. dipshits that build these corporate inter- entities through here don't account for that. No. Don't, yeah, no, because that Walmart right there, it's like – because they, yeah, I don't know if they still do this, but <clears throat> back in the day, they used to have them like in zones. Oh like, yeah, like this Walmart, this Walmart, it's all, it's all in like one district, uh-huh. right? That was like the bit, one, top five busiest WalMarts mm-hmm. in like the state of Texas <laughs> or something. Well, and that's not can't like it's the busiest one. Mm. That doesn't even take into account of all the people that don't go to that one because they hate it. Yeah, I have family that they will. They will purposely avoid going to that one. Mm-hmm. They'll go to the ones over at uh, Haslett yeah. and Five Points. Yeah, I know tons of people do that. Yeah. And so it's like, if they would just build a bigger one here, it would pay for itself. Um, I think what they need to do is, if want, they need to build the, what's the grocery store side of it? You know, where it's just a oh, grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, market, the market center? Market or something? I think if they would do that. Market Street. Market Street Market it, Center. I don't Something know. Market. But I like yeah. how every now every couple of years they're like, we're remodeling for your convenience. And you go in after the remodel and it's like I have no idea. <laughs> I've only been uh, you say so. Yeah. Where was the remodeling? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you right. made the shelves closer <laughs> together. Okay. Yeah. Remember when the uh they changed they took out the McDonald's? That was a huge you remember that? Uh, oh that's not dude. back there anymore? I haven't oh, been to that part of the store. No. If I go in there, I'd, I'm like tunnel vision. For years. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been gone. Because I remember one of my first calls at the fire department was uh, like an attempted suicide back in that back bathroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was 2011. So it's been gone since then. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's been, oh, it's been, I think it's been longer than that. What, what, is, what, is, what is in that? It's the dairy it's, section. Yeah, that's where their milk and stuff oh. is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have been enlightened. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Walmart and things American, mm. how about these uh, in the medical realm, the ICD-10 codes? Oh yeah, ICD-10. What have you heard about these? What is this? Mm. Okay, it's a real thing. It's not. Well, once again, in the past two years, things that are conspiracy <sighs> are not mm-hmm. so conspiracy anymore. I mean, it kind of. Okay, it didn't kind of. It it kind of made me. It didn't kind of. It made <laughs> me lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Uh, so Firebro sent me an article, and and uh, it explained that okay, well, we. Oh, within medicine, we have ICD-10 codes, okay? They're called diagnostic codes, okay? They're what we as medical providers put on our medical documentation so insurance can actually plug in a code and kind of know what we're talking about. Oh, is this because of the No Surprises Act, or is that something separate? Actually, I don't know what the No Surprises Act is. Okay, well, that deals with EMS and, like, the flight side because I uh-huh. know when I was working for PHI— um, they were losing their collective crap over that because yeah, as so the air medical side of things does not operate like regular fire department or EMS because they are deregulated like deregulated like mm-hmm. the airlines. So places like Arivac or yeah, you know, they're kind of the main transgressors as far as this, but they can charge whatever they want, and yeah. there's no real recourse in the past. Um, now that's kind of going away because of the No Surprises Act. I don't think this has anything to do with that. Yeah, okay. it doesn't. Okay, so this article explained that we now have diagnostic codes on as on whether somebody has had a COVID vaccine or if they're properly vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. 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 
Dude, dude, I know. You remember the conspiracy of the vaccine passports two years ago, and everybody comes, "Oh, that's conspiracy jargon. That's right. not going to happen." Well, here even, it is. First, and aside from that, like health insurance in this company is such BS. Yeah, like because like my wife used to work in the dental field. She's a dental hygienist, and health insurance dictated so heavily in the dental field right. treatment. Mm-hmm. So it's not even okay. This is what your doctor recommends. It's like the doctors have been trained by years of dealing with insurance companies on what they will and will not pay for. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. so the insurance companies by proxy dictate what treatment you get. And it's absolutely unethical as crap, you know? Well, that that happens within yeah. medicine yeah. as well. So yeah. what is said codes doing? What, what are we doing with these codes? Okay. So first of all, uh, they're going to the insurance companies. Uh, okay. You get charged more if you wasn't vaccinated. Or you don't that nothing you don't like uh, not that I know uh, of, like nothing like that exists, but right now. But it's incremental yeah. changes. You know, but, it, mm-hmm. it's now it's nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So five years from now, sorry, we can't cover you. Yeah. Yeah, but this idea that somebody who has agency, okay, decides they don't want this COVID vaccine, there are massively good reasons not to mm. and especially in this day and age mm-hmm. uh and and then it's put on their medical chart as a diagnosis that's unacceptable yeah what what would right. what would as somebody who charts people what would that diagnosis be like yeah uh improperly vaccinated for covid or uh, not fully vaccinated or mm-hmm. vaccine hesitant or mental, yeah. mentally ill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to 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 be fair, well, not even to be fair, like that space of like diagnosis, yeah, is reserved, like for if I pick up a patient on the helicopter and they are actively having a full blown heart attack, like they're having a STEMI, yeah. we got to get them somewhere absolutely immediately. Like that diagnosis would be an MI, a myocardial infarction, like uh-huh. like heart attack. Yeah. Now you're taking that kind of holy zone, if you will, mm. that's reserved for like actual important information of like they're having a stroke, they're having a heart attack, they've got, you know, renal mm-hmm. failure, whatever the case may be. And now you're like pointing it towards, oh, well, <laughs> they didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, How this, dare they? This will be yeah. in the same classification, I guess, as the questions they ask you now in triage. Oh, do you drink? Do you smoke? How many yeah. drinks do yeah. you have a day? Have you had blah, a COVID blah, blah, blah. vaccine? Have you had your or, vaccination? But those okay. things aren't included in the diagnosis. Really? No, 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 no. Like it, right. if it's a part of the problem, it is. Like okay. if you're yeah. a chronic alcoholic and you show up with like DTs and you're out of your gourd, okay. yeah, it's going to yeah. be part of it. But like if you, so why am I asked that when I two year, well, two year and a half ago, I wrecked my Ranger, moved yes. cows, yes, sober very as, traumatic, sober as the rain, yep, and into the emergency room, and the preliminary questions are. How much do you drink? Do you drink? How much do you smoke? Do yeah, you smoke? so stuff like that. Actually, my head is bleeding yeah, out. Can you right. stitch it up and ask the shit later? Yeah, like, so stuff like that is actually operative information. Yeah, because they thought I was drunk riding my range. Yeah, you know, if you want to, uh, or if you're going to admit somebody into the hospital, you want to know if they're an alcoholic or a raging mm-hmm. alcoholic okay. because they're going to start having withdrawals on you. Okay. Yeah, but I feel right. that's kind of right. like a. Uh, 
across the board, everybody. It is. Yeah. It is. It's all the same. Like no matter what you go in for, it's just when like I went yeah. in for my back. I had to answer that same but, questionnaire. Well, the, the point it being is these vaccination issues will now be commonplace questions. Mm, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But here's the other thing, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but not really. So on a previous podcast, y'all were talking about how the it's a new thing of um, was it adult sudden death syndrome yes. or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and that's have you done any research on that? A little bit. It's the concerning, re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. to say the least. Um, like I can't believe I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's really concerning actually. But like my so I'm I'm putting half of my tinfoil hat on for a second because I know like yeah, put the whole thing on. Okay, we're here to have a conversation. So if we have an adult sudden death syndrome, and we're kind of assuming, safe to assume, that it might be related to vaccine. Mm-hmm. What does that say about SIDS with kids? And I'm not, okay, I'll preface that Hardcore, with... Hardcore, man. Like, I'm not against the idea of vaccination because what we have with the COVID vaccine is something entirely different. Yes, That's yeah. jacking with DNA. It's not a vaccine. It's not like any other vaccine. It's, it's, it's gene therapy, therapy, basically. Right. But what does that say about SIDS in kids with vaccines? Cause there's, there's a, a book out there called the, the vaccine book and it's, it's not anti-vaccine. It just outlines what, the the current vaccines have in them yeah as far as ingredients and some of it is fine it's i mean it's what you expect cuz normal vaccines they take dead pieces of a you know a live vaccine mm-hmm. and they put it in a solution and they put it in your body and your body's immune system sees it they're like hey that's a red flag so if we see it again we know what to do with it yes and that's fine but then there's also some like Byproducts of like formaldehyde that aluminum. they put in these. Aluminum is a huge one because like I guess aluminum is a binder. Aluminum, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but aluminum is put into the solution of some of these vaccines as a way to stress your body and stress your immune system in mm-hmm. a way to where it stimulates it to then go into action. Oh, right, because aluminum in Really, mm-hmm. any quantity is toxic to your body. Yeah. And I'm super cognizant of any aluminum. Like, I don't even use deodorant that has aluminum in yeah, it because that's a the, big... The, yeah. Do we get uh, the, aluminum from... Uh, it has, theoretically, a lining on the inside that protects... Okay. But I'm not entirely sure on aluminum cans. Hmm. But I, I try to stay away from them just because, like, my granddad uh, had Alzheimer's and he died from it. Mm-hmm. And so... That like a big, a big indicator of that is aluminum consumption, and he drank diet cokes out of aluminum okay. cans like all the there, time. There's also a correlation. I just want to hear Savage sugar, say aluminum sugar consumption yeah, too. Yeah, uh, you gonna say aluminum? Like, that aluminum. Uh, <laughs> they, they outright <laughs> aluminum. Like that generation consumed refined sugar. Well, refined and, sugar and, and aspartame. Aspartame is another one. Yes, yeah. same thing. Uh, and, and we still yeah. do. We like, kind of got down refi- a rabbit hole there. Refined but. sugar is still an epidemic. Oh, um, well, at least in my clinic population and the North Texas clinic population, uh, a lot of parents are questioning what vaccines they give their kids. Yeah. yeah and, and so COVID, the fiasco, which was COVID itself and, and mm-hmm. the 
the institutional distrust that happened, I would say appropriately, mm-hmm. uh, has caused a lot of parents to step back and go, wait, whoa, okay, I have to actually think about it. I can't just trust that the current vaccine schedule mm-hmm. is appropriate for my kid, mm-hmm. right? And and so I will say it has spurred a lot of very interesting conversations around our clinic, and 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 we make it a policy to uh, honor our parents' wishes. Yeah. So we we try to give them as much information as possible, and then let them. Le- yeah, let them decide and honor that. Okay. Actually, honor that. And and I think that's the, well, in my opinion, that's the way we should go as an industry. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as pediatric health goes, yeah, and I'm, I'm crossing that bridge as we speak right now. Yeah, we've I've had we, we had a worthy conversation. This we had week. a conversation with you and yeah. uh, a conversation with our. As of now, pediatrician, it may change, but her right. her response was, "Well, sure, you could do that, but it's a major inconvenience." I'm like, "Lady, who is this an inconvenience to? I've got all the time in the world yeah. for my daughter. If I've got to bring her in one for one vaccination at a time." I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. It's my and daughter. I will take all her time I need. But right. yeah, that conversation now has to happen because there's a giant <clears throat> void of mistrust. Yeah. Yeah. A- appropriate mistrust. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, question your institutions. Americans, question your institutions. Well, that's how science works, right? Yeah. We don't, we don't figure out what's at the center of a black hole by just being like, oh, well, it's black and it's a hole and there's a hole in space. Like, no, yeah. we ask questions. Yeah. And anytime that we're asking questions about things that we're putting inside of our own bodies, like, it, oh, let's let's assume that all of these vaccines, everything that Big Pharma has ever created is absolutely 100% safe. And spoiler, it's not. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, let's it, assume that it is. You know, if you're asking questions, that's an opportunity for your your healthcare provider, whether it be, you know, a paramedic like me or a physician, a, like a, a pediatrician, whoever, to educate people. Yeah. And if you're not willing to go through that process of educating parents on the vaccine that you're like trying to give their kid, then you need to get stepping. You need to go do something. Yeah. Else. yeah but the, the yeah. problem is, is there's healthcare providers explaining to those kids' parents the opposite of what you believe in that vaccination. There's just as many people mm-hmm. that's the opposite of Doc saying, don't take this vaccine. Yeah, most, most Saying, no, this is great. You doc. can't live without this. You right. can't do this. So, right. yeah, so, yeah. so you don't know who the hell do you believe. Right. Well, and it's not their fault because we learned. Kind of, yeah, we learned that it was absolutely necessary. There's cognitive dissonance there from... Either party. I, right. That's a great way to describe it, you know? Yeah. It's it's cognitive dissidence. Dissidence. Dissidence, yeah. Dissidence. I think so. Yeah. Um, moving on from that. Yeah. Speaking, pleasant. speaking of yeah. what we were talking about, what were we talking about? Uh, you got a COVID vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> no. Conspiracies. Oh, what about the What do you think about the UFOs and all the trains? Yeah. The balloons getting shot down. That's what I meant by UFOs. There was a train derailment in Ohio. Yeah. Barely a peep of any mainstream press. There was also one in Houston, I think. There's been like six of them. Yeah. There was like six. Canada's had one. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I had a patient that told me about it, and I was, okay, well, and 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 so I looked it up. But this was all after the, the balloon thing. I couldn't find anybody who was like, say, because. Did you say buddy? Anybody? 
anybody. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody. Starting to talk like my wife. Buddy. Okay, now okay. now we're getting phil- philosophical. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, right? Are just people saying, just bodies? I thought maybe I was saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anybody? It's anybody, so, right? Yeah, anybody? so I was talking with my patient, and, and she was saying, yeah, have you heard about the rash of chemical explosions? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, that's interesting. Uh, and And so after I got off with her, I logged on to... <laughs> She named him Talks off. like, hey, I'm going to have to see my, my next patient. Tell him I'll be a little bit late. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Googling it up. Right? The, uh, okay, but she labeled him off, and it was like six places. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? You know? Mm. So I logged on to Google. I couldn't find any article that was saying, okay, there have been six chemical explosions. So I didn't know what to make of this. I was like, maybe... Maybe every week there's six chemical explosions, but these are like no. big, yeah, these explosions. Are and like the, uh, I know the one, the biggest one that they they purposely caught it on fire. I mean, they evacuated they, they their town because they couldn't do any. There was no way they to didn't clean know what, it up effectively. Well, that that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't need me. How either. we can land on Mars, but we're like, well, I don't know. How do we clean this up? Yeah, set it on Let's fire. just set it on fire. Well, to be fair. Like the people that are landing on Mars are not the same people. <laughs> well, sure, yeah, right. <laughs> we're responsible for cleaning up hazmat. Well, I'm in a scientists. couple of forums about stuff like that, and somebody's like, "Look, I work in a high level of the federal government, and some people don't even know how to use their email." Yeah, right. So well, that's that's a big problem in government. Like people get um, what's the phrase? The age of Joe Biden that have been there mm-hmm. forever, and no, no, no they're things. like when you get corn pop himself, like promoted instead of fired. Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> well, it's like, harder to fire than to promote somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's crazy. But okay. So but the balloon are, situation, are there any theories? Yeah. Where did that go? Nobody's uh, talking about those no, anymore. Uh, uh, well, it's a, all I've heard is it's a distraction. I've even seen uh, tweets from um, not Julian Assange, um, Edward Snowden. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I wish it was aliens. It's not aliens. No. Right. But There's what was, much more what was crazy this. is the balloons happened and then the trains happened. Yeah. Right. And then the, I mean, there's even warehouses that's catching on fire with chemicals okay. all of a sudden in them. But like, that's what I was asking. What are they not wanting us to look at? Are they not right. wanting us to look at the balloons and the, I, I hey, think it the all trains? has to do with Russia, Ukraine. Or was the balloons not good enough? So they're like, oh shit, we got blow up stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay. Well, Adderall shortage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything shortage. That's Cutting weird. Shortage. No, yeah. like what, what transpired there to make Adderall short is weird. There's something between the FDA and the company. There's been investigative journalists that has been like tackling this mm-hmm. and, and makes very salient points that we're not being told the truth. Yeah. But that's, that. that's, that's, we are so inundated with misinformation and I, I don't know what you'd call it, like alternative journalism or whatever. But it's all there on the right side. It's all there on the left. All political spectrum. There's misinformation. Oh yeah, everywhere mm-hmm. you look. Like how right. do you, we've? I think we've talked about this in abundance. Like how do you, how do you collect and pull in right. the accurate information? That's what we were talking That's about a when the really U- good question. UK, Ukraine war thing started. We were like, do we well, really know there's even anything going on over yeah, there? Right. Yeah, yeah. You have to vet your journalism well. Mm-hmm. Which is okay, extremely all, hard to do. Yeah. So, for, but start with Substack. For normal civilians. Right. But who knows about Substack mm-hmm. other than people like us? Yeah. Because we have people like you that have said Substack. Yeah. But yeah. It's, Independent journalist. It, it, it becomes more and more clear the further that we go into this mess that we call reality mm-hmm. that reputation actually means something. Yeah. You know, because... 
if you have a, a news organization like CNN that is clearly like regardless of what they're putting out, you know it's bought and paid for by the highest bidder. Yeah. And then you have somebody else that, you know, I'll throw out, you know, either the Daily Wire or uh, Jordan Very Wise. Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Jordan Peterson. Yeah. yeah. Like, which, I mean, now he's a part of the, the Daily Wire or, you know, whoever is is valid in this Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan's a good one. I mean, he's a... He's an entertainer, but yeah. But here's geez, the thing: man, like when you he's do podcasts, like this long form type of segment, yeah, you really get a sense of who people are. Like it's it's easy to fake on CNN when you have like a seven minute segment yeah. and be like, "Hey, everybody, I'm happy," and like, and then, but when you do a long form podcast like this, you really get a sense of who somebody is, and especially somebody like, like Joe. That has done what is it like two thousand some odd episode or damn near it yeah yeah and each one is at least an hour and a half long if not three hours or more and so over that point of time if he's been faking it yeah like, yeah. yeah well done well, the dude's yeah. not faking it, and it's not all about Rogan it's all about yeah the people he has on too right I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of but I think you're there. right like the truth comes out with whenever it's given the long enough forum to fully vet it. Right, right, and and that's what. But then you have serve. woke cancel culture. You have guys like Elon Musk who were champions of uh, clean, clean, renewable, new energy I mean, are battery you, technology. Is, uh, is he woke? I'm getting there. Eliminating. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he was nobody disliked the guy. He was eliminating the internal combustion engine, clean air for everybody, and then he decides yeah. to buy Twitter, and now he's the Hitler. Is he? So, no, so he's not. Your he's, reputation is your reputation. Okay. I, I know he's not. I don't know how. I to, know he's not, but I'm oh, saying okay. how he is portrayed by other people, and that right. that is yeah, where what, reputation yeah. it, it only matters to yeah your he, constituents and to your enemies. Yeah. When it, okay, so I I have framed Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter as him making a move to protect freedom of speech. To most realistic people, yeah. see that. I think, I think that's so. significant. I don't know though. I think he might just be like, I got enough money to do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm buying it just because the, well, the greatest quote I've ever heard that guy say was, I'm going to hire Donald Trump to be the CEO of Twitter so he can fire everyone. <laughs> Which is totally fine. What's wrong with being a smart ass? Oh, yeah. I love hey. it, dude. I yeah. love it. If he, you know, got the money to do whatever the hell is. you want, dude, I'm all But about that's what it. I'm saying. His reputation was untarnished, unstained, just yeah. fine until the moment he decided to buy Twitter yeah, and now he, he is some, portrayed as the next exactly Hitler. Right. Yeah, because... Right. He gave other people a voice. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he pissed wokeness off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And th- right? and there's even more people that are on the fence about Elon now because they're like, mm. okay, well, he's still doing good things for the environment. He's doing good things for, for like space exploration, but humanity. I really don't like the Twitter thing. And so I don't mm-hmm. like. Am I mad at him or am I happy? Yeah, but I'm LGBTQIT, whatever the alphabet yeah, is. Yeah, don't forget the plus. I, I have to yeah. hate him. Yeah. Plus right. symbol. I, plus. I'm, yeah, plus, plus. Plus. is it plus plus now? It might be plus. plus. They call them the alphabet soups now. I think is yeah. what they're right. Being oh, okay. To. Yeah. They're all okay. psychotic. On on a quick psychotic. tangent, they are, had. Are, are you sure about that? A thousand percent, yes. Yeah, psychotic. psychotic. Yes, as just in, as psychotic as vegans. Well, <laughs> the argument can be made. That, I have a hard time saying both are an ideology and not like anything else, right? Sure, but uh, but yeah. So, Starship down at Boca Chica. Um, I think it was last week. Um, they did a static fire of the super heavy oh, that was a booster. Huge. 
Dude. <laughs> okay, for for those who aren't familiar with the Starship, it is a a interplanetary transport t- system developed by SpaceX. They won a contract by NASA to actually land this thing on a moon. So there's a lunar lander variant, and then there's like the main Starship variant. It uh, it is the when it is fully stacked and actually launches, it will be the single largest flying thing ever. Whoa. Full stop. Whoa. What? And so they did a static Lifting fire. off from Earth. Right. Like, Ooh. it's bigger yeah, than a should, Boeing 747. It's bigger than an Airbus it, 380. It, and it blew up. Was, yeah. Was so they've been testing it down there. And so they've been testing the upper stage, which is what they designate as Starship. And it has um, these new engines that run off of liquid methane and liquid oxygen. Uh-huh. And they are the most efficient. Well, okay, maybe not efficient, but they they operate at a higher chamber pressure than anything else in, in record, right? So it's 300 bar. A bar is atmospheric pressure of 14.6 or 0.7 PSI. Mm. So 300 times atmospheric pressure in the chamber. Wow. It's what's referred to as a full flow stage combustion engine cycle. How the hell do you contain that much? <sighs> it, I don't know. That's why really they're know. making the, yeah. the money they're making and <laughs> right? building the things they're building. And so they've they've flown the Starship up to 33,000 feet, and the reentry process is basically they flip it over as a belly flop, like a skydiver. Yeah. And it has little winglets on the on the, the top and bottom. I like your hand, jazz yeah, hands there. Jazz Woo! hands. And it belly flops down, and at the last second, it fires the engines and <laughs> lands vertical. Right, so you're landing something the size of a 747 or bigger than a 747. Bigger than a 747, yeah. De- defeating gravity, landing it vertically. Landing it vertically <laughs> after, after it's been belly flopping for thirty thousand feet. But this right? guy is the next Hitler, yeah. right? <laughs> and so they did a static fire of the booster mm-hmm. that is the first stage that sets underneath this thing. And it has not one, not two, but 33 of these Raptor 2 engines. Jesus. And each one of them is operating at 300 bar chamber pressure. And it wasn't at a full throttle, so to speak. It was at something less than that. And they suspect that it actually produced as much or more thrust at partial throttle than the Saturn V rocket did that took us to the moon originally. So when it actually operates, it will not only be the biggest flying object ever, but it'll provide the most thrust of anything ever. Yeah. And um, there's a there's already a a flight that's been purchased called it's been dubbed Deer Moon, mm. and it's going to be taking I think fourteen people out of orbit around the moon and then land back. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what they want you to believe, but the Earth is flat. <laughs> we have a dome above us, so they, ju- they just go up to the dome. That's why it's got a belly flop. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jesus. Freaking uh, chemtrails. On man. that note. <laughs> yeah. On that note. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of trivia. All right. Okay. Phone's down. Where is Edgar Allan Poe from? America, Connecticut. Oh shit! I was right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. And my wife's going to be furious that I don't know this. Yes, America, um, UK. 
I was with Dusty, and I thought he was British. No, he's, he's American. American. Really? He's like yeah, the, he's one American. of the greatest American poets. Okay, yeah. refine it just for my I don't know if it's own. Connecticut. It may be one of the uh, Carolina. No, Virginia. I think it was Virginia. I think it was Virginia. Like Virginia. I think it was okay. Virginia. Yeah. I was, uh, there's a new movie on Netflix with uh, Christian Bale. Uh, I think it's called the... Oh, he'd be the perfect... Uh, he would be. Yeah, Edgar uh, Allan Poe. He didn't play Edgar Allan no, Poe. No, no. Uh, really? Young, young. He was when he was just starting Either college. him or Johnny Depp. But, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. One of the, <laughs> Good point. No, who, who was The playing? kid that used to play Dudley in Harry Potter? No yeah, way. really. Is Edgar Allan Poe in this movie. Mm. And it's a fantastic I movie. I want to see that. It is. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to look up. I'll watch uh, it. <clears throat> IMDB. But yeah, I was... Um, like why the why the why do they have Edgar Allan Poe in this movie with a, an American accent and and then it yeah. hit me I'm like I need to look yeah. up where Edgar Allan Poe's from right I don't know why but I associate Edgar Allan Poe with like British like poetry. Liverpool yeah. Just yeah. It's yeah. yeah but poetry, basically so okay you don't so ever think America no so so he I, was the American symbol of romanticism you know uh, as compared to say uh, Shelley in Great Britain I don't know who that is. Uh, Never heard of Shelley. Wrote, wrote Frankenstein. That's romantic. Yeah. Okay. The, the pale blue yeah. eye yeah. is the so, movie I'm referring to. By Watch romantic, it. I mean like that era of of art and literature. Oh, okay. I see. Was was romantic. Yeah, I have his book. I should, some of that stuff's hard to read. Boy. No, it's not romantic. As in like lovey lovey. Yeah, right. It's it's romantic in that it's like emotions based. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Assume yeah. Because um, it is, it's hard to read. What and who is that writer? Oh, Shelley. Shelley. Oh, Shelley. Who? I don't know. Some no, no, that's the last name. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Is Let's it see dude? Here. Something Shelley? Dude? No. Are you looking okay. up Poe, Dusty? No, I, I'm trying to think. There's there's another American writer that was famous for hunting over in Africa. Um, <sighs> Percy Shelley. Yeah. Okay. Still Disregard. It's not personal. Uh, we yeah. got to get a shout out this time of year to uh, the hunting game. We do. They are yeah. right they are knee right deep in the, in the middle, middle of that the freaking thing, man. The, uh, I is think it it's the like, world's largest I, hog I, contest. I believe now? it is. Mary that, Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley. And I think the last. Mary, don't you know me? Shit, I don't know. Okay, somebody fact check me on that. The last time I looked, Ernest Hemingway. Oh yeah, he's yeah. American. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason I know I listen to the the Q podcast, um, and the the owner of Q, Kevin Brenningham, that does the Honey Badger and Three Hundred Blackout and all that. Yeah, he's a big avid hunter over in Africa, and um, he uh, there's a company I can't remember the name of it, but they used to be affiliated with. <laughs> Funny enough, Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. They used to be like back in the old days, an actual outfitter. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> things have changed, right? Um, and they actually made a rifle for Ernest Hemingway, mm. and uh, there's like a whole museum. And anyway, I was just thinking he's a by God American. Yeah, uh, he is. Oak Oak Park, Illinois. Uh, it's, I don't know why all these prolific poets and writers I associate with British literature. It's just an automatic thing. I don't know either. Yeah, bizarre. It's, yeah. Uh, but we have some great American novelists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, you know Obama? the thing. You do have to be in a certain state of mind. <laughs> yeah, I know what he's talking about. Well, I tell you what, it's becoming harder to discern what's original anymore. Um, like, of course, with Whoa, me going into, I know, I know going into the road software, you're going down. Yeah, the new Chat GPT. 
Holy this being this, shit. I can't ever get into that. Every time I open it oh, up, it's dude, like yeah. GTB is busy or whatever it is. So yeah. this is you have to buy the premium. This oh, is the fourth yeah. iteration of ChatGPT. Oh my gosh! And so, it, for for those listening, it's not a general artificial intelligence like you were to clone a human being and put them in a computer. It's very um, one one trick pony type of thing. So mm-hmm. you can give it a prompt and it'll give you a response. But the new thing is that it is now incorporated into the internet, so it can actively search the internet uh-huh. and learn. Yeah, and yeah. so. One of the prompts, hmm. which is amazing, because Sky it just Net. shows that Chat GPT say, is. If you want to live, come to the chapa. Is super based. Yeah. So the prompt was write a poem in the style of Dr. Seuss about what would happen if the government of the United <laughs> States sent the military to fight civilians. Yes. And the answer was. Let me read it out. Shooty, shooty, pew, pew, pew. (laughs) Let's all learn what guns can do. Liberals in the USA love to nod their heads and say, you bought your guns from a store. You can't fight a civil war. Fight the army, you will lose. They have jets and tanks to use. That's not where the story ends. They have homes and kids and friends. Tyrants threaten you with bombs. Just remember, they have moms. You can't live inside your jet. Can we find you? Yes, you bet. You'd send soldiers and Marines up against AR-15s. They're outnumbered 10 to 1. That's why I need a gun. Don't forget, because it's true, government is scared of you. That is written by an AI. That's written by ChatGPT. That is mind-boggling. I I have ChatGPT, and and I have full-on debates with it. Mm -hmm. So I dialogue it, and I try to poke at its holes, and... Okay, so with the fourth iteration, I have found that it's still tied to institutional thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for instance, I the other day I had a debate about saturated fat with it. Mm. Okay, so I started in and I was like, okay, please define the uh, food pyramid. Okay, so it defined the food pyramid. And I was like, okay, why are grains, you know, so prominently displayed on the bottom? And so it said because of the USDA and, you know, the uh, opinion of scientists, uh, wide-ranging opinion of scientists, uh, the food pyramid is the way it is. And it told me about myplate.org. And, and, and so I started poking at that. I couldn't get it to come off this opinion that uh-huh. saturated fat was bad and uh, that unsaturated fat was good. Your next course of asking should have been asking it about lobbyists. <laughs> That's a good. Maybe I'll try that. Why is lobbying so prolific? Uh, I know. I saw. I thought you were going down the uh, the subject of yeah. Somebody asked it about writing a poem about Donald Trump, and it was like, no, I can't speak about that. And then said, oh really? Poem and the successes of Joe Biden. It was like blah 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 blah. Joe Biden extraordinaire. Blah 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 blah. Come on. Well, I know. Like from writing my own programs, which at this point have been very limited in scope. mm -hmm. um, Computers are. The dumbest thing. Like, everybody yeah. thinks that computers are just the wave of the future, and to a degree they are, yeah. but they think they're more intelligent than what they really are. The thing is, is if I write a program and I have a typo, if I don't include a semicolon at this one specific part, the whole program crashes. Huh. Right. And so, like, even my two-year-old son, I can tell him, hey, can you go shut the door for Dada? And that's the only 
line that I have to tell him. Mm -hmm. And he automatically goes over and shuts the door. With a computer, I would have to write like a hundred lines of code Uh to get that computer to figure out what the heck I'm trying to tell it. We we are nearing the age that we just tell the computer what we want and and the computer figures out how to write the code. I think what well, are we? Because what Dusty's saying right? is like, and it's okay. Think of block. Yeah, you still yeah, have think to give of block it programming. Yeah, it's that way okay. because you can just walk into your house and go, "Hey, whatever Amazon's little box is, order me some toilet paper." And the next day, toilet paper is yeah. That's door. not programming a computer, but think of. I mean, like, it kind of is. Somebody think, had a program have to do that. Well, well no, no, no. computer like running writing that. writing the code. So, like, we're yeah. we're entering in this area where. Like actually sitting down at a computer and typing out the code. Oh, you know what? Hang on just a second. Ghost Bro, you're a perf. Oh, that's right. He's not here. <laughs> Go ahead. Ouch. Burn. Ouch. Boom. Um, so actually writing the code has, it, it's still predominantly done by human beings right, with right. keyboards, right? Yeah. But now there is some artificial intelligence that are like, GitHub.com is a huge yes. repository for code and people that code. That's where I get all my Arduino shit from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there is a thing called uh, the Copilot by GitHub, and you can download it, download it, download it to your program that you write code in, and you can type out a comment where you're like, I would like to write a function that opens a door. And then you can hit enter, and the, the little cursor will go down to the next line. And based off of that, you can it'll automatically like pre-populate a function that's like, okay, write function, open door, here are all the parameters, here's what you want to do, and all you have to do is hit tab, and it makes all that in real code. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like you can just be you can totally abstract away the idea of like you're going to write all the lines of code. Yeah, it's right. just a a crutch. Like you, an you couldn't code in. You couldn't tell the computer I want uh, my lights to blink to uh, Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky's. Why did I pick such a hard word? <laughs> uh, Tchaikovsky's Sixth Symphony. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and it can't write that out just yet. No. Um, but eventually, it probably will get there. There's this there's this idea in programming where um, like I forget what they call it, but like instead of actually writing the code, you're actually going to be like speaking to or typing to an artificial intelligence. Be like, I would like a program that runs on an iPhone that tells me where my kids are at. Yeah. And it'll just be like, yeah. You know, and we're not there yet. No. Uh, well, so I we're, we're not even close we're, to uh, AI becoming sentient or conscious. No. Uh, yeah. oh, okay, no. <laughs> because it takes somebody of an intelligence, right. a sentient okay. intelligence, to program in what these computers do. I don't think AI will... I mean, that's a big... Yeah. That's a tall Well, even like the, the, the automated driving modes mm-hmm. in these cars, it's... It's just a feedback loop. It's mm. not really even. I mean, it is kind of auto, automatic or, or uh, AI in a in a sense that it learns. So, like Tesla mm-hmm. has all these hundreds of thousands of vehicles on the road, mm-hmm. and they're giving data back to the Real central server. Yeah, and that's how they get better. Yeah, because like you talk to anybody that's had an, uh, a Tesla back in 2010. Mm-hmm. 
And they'll be like, yeah, autopilot was a little sketchy. Like there was this one curve where I like, uh, uh-uh, I'm, yeah, I'm taking, taking the, over, taking control. And now at least for the major highways, you know, it's, it's a, fine. A more simplistic, easy to understand version of that would have yeah. been like the Waze app back when it came out. Yeah. Cause it was user input, but it all went to a central database. So right. that app grew and learned from input yeah. from separate users. Right. Google maps right now. Uh, okay. So would you buy a Tesla right now? Doc, just buy your damn Tesla. No, no, I, I need to know. Does I, I don't know. I'm conflicted about it. So continually conflicted. If you're okay with child labor and and they just recall blood Teslas. cobalt, right? Well, I mean, I'm aside aside from the the moral conundrum of of that, right. I think Teslas are are well built. I I'm waiting to see what the Cybertruck. You know, yeah. that's been long promised actually comes out to be. Yeah. But um, I think like the Model 3 and uh, the Model the Y. well-established. Right. I think those yeah. are the, the most the most interesting other than like the Model S and the Model X that are the more premium versions of mm-hmm. that. Because you see like the Model 3 especially everywhere now. Yeah. Well, right. I won't say everywhere. Like I didn't see them in Marfa, Texas, but um, I saw like a long way out there. Yeah, you might get a little range anxiety trying to get there. Yeah, because I I seriously thought about buying one for work because of the autopilot. Because like I could just chill out and. But they monitor. Like if you fall asleep, yeah, they pull over. Yeah, Um, but even then, like the longest range EV for most people is going to be around the four hundred mile mark. Yeah, right. Which for most people is awesome. But I was driving like. 420 miles yeah. one way to work, and that just wasn't going to come. Through West Texas. Did you just take some pictures of your eyes open and cut them out? And <laughs> <laughs> put them over your face. Would that, would that work? <laughs> no, you have to jiggle the steering wheel. Oh, you got to touch it every yeah. once in a while? Oh, okay. All right, so are you wanting um, an electric, battery electric vehicle for the sake of battery electric, or are you wanting a Tesla because of the allure of Tesla? No, okay. So I need a cheap commute. Ford F one fifty. Well, you just just you just run your Tesla then because it's yeah. not cheap. Well, yeah. well, they've come down. Well, there are yeah, but they're still not cheap. Forty three. Yeah, okay. base model. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote my wife on this one. Yeah, please. Cheap. Or no, no, no. Yeah, free is actually cheaper than dirt cheap. You have a vehicle currently. <laughs> That's true, right? Okay. Think well, a, think about you're how give much. Me some real, something think of the to really chew on. You need mm-hmm. on that thing to okay. keep it going. Well, no, no, no. Think think about the gasoline. Like uh-huh. whatever fuel mileage it gets. Think about that mm-hmm. per year. Hundred thirty dollars a month. Okay, so that's not that much. Now you're talking about a payment, and you still have to pay to charge the thing, right? Right. Because like when I when when I was working in West Texas, unless for you put a, up solar panels at your house, yeah. But you got to buy those. A long, a long time. I drove an F three fifty with a diesel. Yeah, we know about your F three fifty. I've got experience with that. Son of oh, a bitch. Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Yeah. Uh, and so, but the reason that I drove it for so long is because for the longest time we had not one but two helicopters at the base. Mm-hmm. We had a spare, mm-hmm. and every single day, per FAA guidelines, the mechanics yep. who were phenomenal. I miss Rudy so much. He was such a great guy. Um, they would have to take a fuel sample out uh-huh. of the tank, and they'd look at it, see if there's any water in it, and they would pour it over into a waste fuel 55-gallon drum. <laughs> and what I would do is well, I had... Jet a in it. It's Jet A. <laughs> yeah. 
And so what I would do is I would take that jet A that was, you know, quote unquote waste fuel. Mm-hmm. I would put it into an auxiliary fuel tank in the bed of my pickup. <laughs> I would add two stroke motor oil to it, which mm-hmm. was dirt cheap. Uh-huh. I would run it through a, a filter that also did the water separation, and then I'd pump it right back into my diesel tank because jet fuel, for anybody that doesn't know, is just ultra-refined kerosene, yeah. which is also the same diesel. as diesel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the <laughs> diesel That's runs awesome. the world. Diesel powers the 747, the Bell 407, like any turbine engine. You know, the turbine engine on a Bell 407 makes in the, on the order of like 650, 660 horsepower. Mm-hmm. All cargo ships. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all coming from diesel, essentially. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, the you technology it, ahead of its time. Like the, you your, make a valid point. The, okay. Or, so go ahead. I was just going to say the original diesel motor was designed to run off peanut oil. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's, it's combustive. It's yeah. not ignition. Yeah, right. Okay. So I have a 205,000 mile Forerunner, my wife drives a 245,000-mile Tundra. Okay. Does that change the metric at all? I mean, a little bit, because at a certain point, yeah, there's those are going to fail. But You've got to factor in reliability. Like, Toyotas yeah. are legit. Yeah. Um, my wife has drove two Chevy Tahoes that were built in Arlington, Texas, Yeah. and they both hit, like, 280,000 miles before we sold them. Actually... If you uh, if you call the Doc Hotline, I've got another one for sale right now. One eight hundred five 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 Whiskey Bros. <laughs> but uh, like they've been fabulous. Yeah. But yeah. at two hundred and eighty thousand miles, like yeah, the interior's starting to wear. Right. You know, little parts are starting to break. It's not a fault on the manufacturer as much as I really don't like GM products. But if I were you, what I would mm-hmm. do, and this has nothing to do with economy or efficiency or price point or anything, I would try to get a Hilux. Hilux? Yeah. So What the hell's a Hilux? It is... So Toyota builds this literally everywhere else except for the United States. Yeah, you can't get them here. You'd have to get it shipped here. Retarded. Because think of how many people we know, including us, Mm -hmm. that would buy a crew cab diesel little Toyota pickup on the order of like a Tacoma in a freaking heartbeat. I would right. buy one today. Right. Well, they're basically the same size as the old Tundras, weren't they? Is this a so like it's a it's a make? So it's or a, a model. It's a Toyota pickup. Toyota. Okay. Highlight. Like remember the Marty McFly pickup? Yeah. Back when it was yeah, just yeah. the pickup, not a tundra. Right. It's those. And they made them everywhere else for decades oh. afterwards. And they're all diesel and they are bulletproof. And Top Gear tried to kill one, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they literally couldn't, couldn't do it. Stop it! They made a monument out of it, but right. they couldn't kill it. <laughs> and then after that, I don't know if you've seen this, but Whistling Diesel on YouTube took one that was mint. Mm-hmm. Like it, it hurt me a little bit, and he destroyed it. Yeah, like he hooked it up to a gooseneck trailer with thirty-two thousand pounds, <laughs> oh and it actually pulled the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he took it to Moab, Utah. And he was outrunning custom rock buggies. And the, the radiator fan stopped working. And he was like miles back to the trailer. He's like, eh, we'll just pin it to win it. And he drove it as fast as he could. The hood was flying up and bopping down. <laughs> and the whole thing's beat to pieces. He rolled it. He did all these things. And he literally could not kill it. Yeah, but how reasonable is it going to be to get one of those in America? To get I mean, shipped? $30,000. less yeah. than a Tesla. Yeah. Wow. Brand new. That's a good point. Well, I mean, the the new ones, I don't know what they call it. They 
I don't know what the new ones cost. They still make new ones, but yeah. I would I would be more interested in like the late eighty late eighties, yeah, early nineties. Really. Bur- bur- here, here's my take on it again, okay. and and uh, you're a business owner and a proprietor in your business. Yeah, you you maybe your Tesla may be a watch per episode eight of uh, what your CPA wants you to know uh, with Carson. Yeah. Vehicles are write-offs, man. You may be making enough money where you can offset. You have income taxes to offset with a brand and a brand. It's got to be brand new, a brand new vehicle, right? Yeah, right. And if it's what you want, go get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, still working on it. If it excites you, if it if it if it's joyful, just go get it, man. Life is yeah, short. I'm working. You're talking on it. to a car guy here and another car guy. Like, yeah. just fucking do it. You don't need any excuses. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't need a you don't need a paper uh, full of bullet points of pros and cons. If you're excited yeah. by it and you have the means. Go do it. It's I tough because and then come pick first. us all up for a ride. Right. I, I have <laughs> identified myself as the dude with the old car. You are the guy with the old car. Yeah. That could break down and shit the bed. Wait, so, is that, so is that a, not me anymore? No, you have a Ford. Fo- what? A f- it's a, a twenty fifteen Fusion. Fusion. What year's your um, Forerunner? Two thousand five. No, oh, okay. two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. am driving a two thousand seven. Single yeah. cab Cummins right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and so it's a bit of an identity uh, okay. crisis. Okay. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Poor Me. You might be driving it, but this is because you don't want to get your what out of the garage down here? No, nope. freaking, I don't need to hear nothing from you over there. <laughs> it's got I'm driving feet, it's, a it's got feet in the back. Cab, man. i got to keep the rain yeah. off of it. Single cab. $120,000 truck in the garage. I'm driving a single cab. <laughs> but I'm driving it. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, sexy vehicle, by the yes, way. It the is. single cab. Spe- I, speaking I would take. Of, I would take the flatbed over the other Dodge any day. Yeah, any yeah. day. Well, well speaking of thing. frivolously spending on farm equipment, I've been back to watching Clarkson's right. farm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. What's, where does frivolous come from? Okay, <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> no, Dusty? You, you said it right. You, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> that could be one no, of the greatest. Listen to this. I had to pay in taxes this year. Oh, it's the first wow. year I've had to pay taxes. Wow. In my entire oh, existence on this you miserable got married plan. and your wife wouldn't just blow money? <sighs> that's why I told her. I'm like, babe, I'm coming to you with news of disbelief that I didn't spend enough money <laughs> the last year. Yeah. And uh, we also owe taxes. But well, speaking of Clarkson's Farm, that could be the greatest show on television. I love it. It, it really is. I'm only it's a couple freaking, episodes into the first I've, I've season. i finished the whole dang oh, thing already. you haven't even got on season two. No. Oh. I, so I started watching it when the first season first came out, when you first told me about it. And I freaking loved it, mm-hmm. and then I got distracted with work and school, and I didn't pick it back up. And yeah. so, hell is it? Jeremy Clarkson is a an automobile journalist yeah. that got famous uh-huh. on Top Gear. Okay, and he's a Brit. Yeah, but he's I don't I, I love Jeremy huh. Clarkson because he's me. He got fired from Top Gear for punching a producer from returning after a shoot, and the producer told him they were going to fire bro. Uh-huh. They were going to have yeah. stakes. He literally is Jeremy Clarkson. Like yes. not that he doesn't. Like Jeremy Clarkson does, has no idea about farming, so that's obviously not a quality <laughs> of chance. But like the rest of it about buying a Lamborghini tractor <laughs> and being absurd. so yes. on brand for chance. But so this guy is a man after my own heart. He punched a producer because the producer promised him after a shoot they would return and have like a warm meal, steaks and stuff. And they <laughs> showed up after the shoot and they served him cold sandwiches. So he punched. <laughs> that's he why punched he his, punched him. Yes, mm-hmm. he punched his producer and got fired from the BBC. Yeah, and that then I found about out, right. And then I found out uh, like, uh, earlier on he had punched uh, Pierce Morgan at some point too. So I'm <gasps> like, 
Jeremy Clarkson's a god. Wow. <laughs> He's a national treasure. I mean, how infuriating. You're like, okay, you have this hard day of work. And we have these fine steaks for you when you come back. Yeah. And you show up in this cold sandwich. Yeah, just in case he's yeah, listening. Yeah, no. I would be pissed off. Mm-hmm. I would uproot my family today and move down there and work on his farm. Yeah. Well, he come, I mean, he is genius. He, I love that guy. Yes. Okay. There is some showiness to it. Oh, yeah, of course. Televised. But you can tell there is a genuineness yeah. with Clarkson. Like, oh, that kid. Oh, check boy. it out. And, that kid yeah. he's got working for him. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, it, it's awesome for so many reasons, but... It's also awesome to show how hard it is oh, to yeah. turn a profit yeah. well, especially oh, in there. agriculture. Yeah. Well, well, especially there. You haven't yeah. got to season two yet. Season oh, two, wait. the whole village council is after him because he's just a celebrity and Jeremy Clarkson yeah. who blew up his own goddamn house. So the whole village is against him. The whole village mm-hmm. council, it's absurd. It's, it's, so he's it, up it against crazy. that, yeah. and he's trying to find workarounds. But all the freaking like stuff he's got to do through the government over there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, the not, local not to government. do with the, no, no, well, no, no. This is the actual government. Like all the, all the, uh, the the, like not being able to store fertilizer with hay and that, and yeah. it's like you got a. I mean, there, the second one really, really puts it out there. But like it was like. Something about the the drainage. He couldn't put his. He couldn't dig a certain hole. That was over all here. poor local government. The only thing that had to do with national government for, with Britain was that they were going to be. They were going to have to pay almost like five hundred thousand dollars in fees just to make an appeal to oh, yeah, somebody yeah. in the federal government to bypass local government mm-hmm. restrictions. So That's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, season two is even better. Yeah. Um, Did you I'm see excited. that freaking cow pulling device they had? <laughs> we have cool. one. It's right out here. You've never seen that thing? Uh-uh. Yes, it's right out here. I've always Sarah was it. asking about that. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've never old, used. It'll come along. Yeah, I pulled mm-hmm. plenty of cows with a camel. We always just hook it up to the fence. And, yeah, we didn't yeah. use that when we delivered babies. No, I used it uh-uh. all the time. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can donate that to your office, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you hang that up on your wall. Yeah, <laughs> I got to deliver my son at the the birthing center, and that yeah, how was, was that, dude? That was. That was amazing. Wait, you were down there catching? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was behind and away. Well, I mean. Where you belong. (laughs) The midwife knew that I was a flight paramedic, and, like, she knew that I was fairly competent. Like, Mm. I haven't delivered any other babies. Yeah. I I have a strict no baby (laughs) delivery rule on the helicopter. Squeeze those legs, lady. We're getting you to the ER. Well, because in a helicopter. It's a good policy. Yeah. Like, the entire lower half of the patient's body is up by the pilot. I can't even get there. Oh, Right, so yeah. it's not even an option. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm, I'm just not going to deliver a baby if that's the case. But uh, but yeah, so it was it was amazing. You it was such. A, I mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we encapsulated the placenta and had it in some pills. Yeah, y'all are those weird people. We are we those weird people. We, we did need our placenta. I tell I you what, I haven't yet. <laughs> okay, okay, here's the thing: you should be advocating for the encapsulation of the placenta. Why? Because the placenta. Helps the mom's mood. I'm going to let you tell Sarah that. <laughs> I think so does weed, bro, and you don't got to get all weird. No, no, no. Okay, but... No. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Wait, we can't end Sorry. right there. We got to, like... I, eat I, or don't eat your placenta. Maybe I'm, we'll make it a poll. Yeah. No, uh, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm captured. Yeah, like, but it's okay. not only mood. It's, like, Please. nutrients and all kinds of It is. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. As a human, it's like, okay, it's fucking bizarre. It's nasty. <laughs> well, it's only bizarre yeah. because we've grown up in this Western civilization. I yes. got nothing to do with it. You know? I got nothing to do with it. Ah. Wait. Hey, you know wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to ask, do primates in nature, do they eat their placentas? 
I know primates. cows do. I don't know about primates. I know cows do. Yeah, they do. I think everything else does that I'm aware of. Okay. I don't mean nothing. But I, like, I will like say dogs this. do, cats do. Yep. Yeah. You know what else dog and cats do? <laughs> Bro, we're not animals for I, a reason. I, w- I will matter-of-factly say, state this. Okay, you should not eat human brain. Uh, or yeah, any, I think we probably we any brain of any road. species. But beyond, like, okay, if you want to eat, if you want to encapsulate your don't eat humans. Period. No, don't eat, don't eat human anything. Tissue. No, period. Humans. Wait, wait. <laughs> don't be no. a cannibal. I, so I, so I podcast think, episode name. Yep, I know, don't right? Be don't be a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but if you want to encapsulate. And take your placenta because you believe it will provide good health. Oh God! Now it's we're a, down. If we do whatever you think you believe is right, I mean, no, no. Well, down the vaccination if, it, road it, if again. it affects nobody else, and then <laughs> but that's not a brain. Oh, well, yeah, Go yeah, for it. You can eat oh, it. It's, not, it's if, not a brain. Like yeah, because basically you pay a company that dries it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like desiccates it, quote unquote. Yeah. And then oh, grinds it's been it desiccated, up. I promise. And then encapsulates it. Right. So so. Yeah, that sounds like capitalism. Like, <laughs> you know, go for it. Go for Dusty, it. Dusty, you capitalist yeah. bitch. Yeah, I know, right? But, but, well, the other thing, too, that I will say that we did that, again, I don't, I don't know how my wife and I became the weird people because this is not how we set out I mean, to we be. still love you and accept you. Yeah, so well, I appreciate yeah. it. But uh, we, We're just going to make fun of you. We also did uh, what's called delayed cord clamping. Okay. Do you have uh, yeah. They talked about that. I actually, with remember? Yeah. Okay. She talked about yeah. that in the hospital I, a little bit. I was oh, actually that, pro- the nurse. Uh huh. You yeah. remember that? If when I stopped delivering babies, episode. I was promoting. Maybe. Oh, oh she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cord clamping. So the the idea behind delayed cord clamping yeah. is, which goes against everything that I was taught as a paramedic, is right. like as soon as that baby comes out, snap it, you're, yeah. Yeah. flip it. I mean, it goes against everything I was taught as a doctor. Right. Mm. Yeah. But the idea is there is valuable blood nutrients and more importantly stem cells that are in the placenta and you wait until all that goes back into the baby and it stops pulsating before you actually clamp it and clip it Hmm. that's what they were talking about yeah so we didn't do that we (laughs) clamped it he's like here you want to cut it nope 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 no he's like no you need to cut it Mm -hmm. dang it okay took me two snips i got it yeah (laughs) <laughs> was that? The folks that can't see my hand was shaking like I'm going through withdrawal. <laughs> but you know, I think the the biggest idea is uh, we're we're in an age now where people can determine what they feel is right for their own healthcare for their family's healthcare. Yes, and and okay, well, you don't like. There's no reason to confront them with data or in this case a lack of data to say that boom you're not right yeah. you know it's like how dare you okay. make those decisions yeah i call it agency you mm-hmm. have agency mm-hmm. right and and if you decide that okay well i don't i don't know if i want to give my kid the hpv vaccine yeah. okay well okay that's a handy example uh then you have the capacity to research it f- fully to formulate your own opinion, and then you are validated just by that justification. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if research fully was the correct word. Yeah, well, would, we live would, in an would take informational a lot of, age. a lot of tools because you're still, no matter if you're researching, you're still believing what they're telling you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we do live in an informational age, and you can compile your own opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, maybe you don't just stick with, like, Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but to formulate that opinion, 
uh, and and you engage a trusted healthcare professional, maybe you know, or or maybe you're just telling that trusted healthcare professional what you think is best, and that's good enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so know, if you want to take your own placenta, go for it. I know you're your agent, in, right? In my own experience, outside from the childbirth section, as a paramedic, I have seen how you really have to be. I wouldn't say an expert in all of the individual fields, mm-hmm. but you at least have to be aware of them. Yeah. Because we have so many specialties yeah. in in healthcare nowadays that it's it's a real problem that every time that you go to a doctor, they're a hammer and everything that they see is a nail. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a cardiologist, they're going to treat your heart. Mm-hmm. If you go to a psychiatrist, point. they're going to treat your mindset. If you go to, you know, like it goes on and on and on. So like if you go to a specialist, you got to expect them to look at it from their standpoint. And like, if you go to a surgeon, they're going to want to cut everything out and, you know, and throw it in the trash can. So it's, it's hard because not everybody is well-versed in medicine. If I wasn't doing my job for a decade, I wouldn't be Right. 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 And so it's, it's really difficult now well, I guess it's easier now because the information is available. Yeah. You just have to spend the time to look for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. surround yourself. I, I, don't, I hope this is probably a good place to end all this, but uh, I hope, you know, we've said a lot tonight, but I don't want it to come across as disparaging medical workers. No. Uh, no, no, no. No. Man, just, just, and it always. I love my always, job. Yeah. It's always like medical professionals right. and medical care workers, first responders are the bedrock of human civilization like nothing would be in existence without that kind of care sure and i always forget about that until we're in a situation where we're in a hospital yeah or whether it's a good for for a good reason or Or a bad bad reason reason. yeah right like i always forget about giving the proper um attributes and the proper um exposure and um positive yeah positive thoughts about healthcare workers but, yeah, but like the but, experience we had in this hospital, those those people there were the the best of the best. Fantastic nurses, the doc, the doctor there, the he was a delivery doctor that was I guess on rotation. He reminded me of an older version of you. Like the dude uh-huh. could have come in in his camouflage coveralls for all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he's like, yeah, okay, lady, yeah, push, push. No, we didn't push. Keep on pushing. And oh, yep, here's your baby. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, the um. The health healthcare industry, I think, needs more love and credit than than they typically get from the majority sure. of them. Yeah, yeah. they, the they did. Oh yeah, there's okay. some there's some shitty people. Yeah, there's a good bad and ugly on everybody. On it's everything. tough. It, from, it really is tough. Get yeah. your COVID vaccine. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's not very tough. I hate to no. say it. It's tough but, because, yeah, love, love my profession. Yeah. yeah, but but there's also a massive shortage of everyone in the medical field yeah. because as hospitals get bigger and they're expanding, they're adding hospitals. There's that's not, not why there's a shortage. Shortage because everybody quit because they didn't want to get their COVID vaccination. Well, yeah, that's a big part. Or they don't honest. want to be part of a corporate system that's yeah. all, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Profit's a good thing, but when it's all, when your patients are just numbers. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, I, I think the point you're trying to make is the people on the ground Good people, absolutely. Yes, who, they are. Yeah. Salt, salt of the earth. Yes, good, damn. Who have people. a heart for service, yes. right? Who are intelligent, and who are 
working insane hours mm-hmm. uh and to their own detriment in some aspects yes yeah. yes absolutely that was definitely and the case so you honor me. that yeah. yeah you honor it honor those people i'd like to see more honor of that though because it's like something i, I like i just said we're not conscious of it until we fucking need them and they're like oh right. we're so thankful for these people right well, it's just like the police but don't follow anybody yeah. blindly no, same no, don't. It's not. no it's yes, not it yeah Sorry, honor, don't get honor, me started with uh, that uh, it's the honor, same thing once you need them you'll be saying the, the same I thing i have my own guns yeah but, but, but honor those someday. people but don't follow anybody blindly yeah exactly yeah period exactly yeah Okay, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note... We'll on let, a positive note. We'll let Dusty take us out of here. Kim Trail's real. With, uh, <laughs> God, make your own hashtag. Uh, but yeah, we finally gave this song a name, I think, down that dusty road. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you had written it years back, and we just recorded it like a demo version of it. Yeah, because I, uh, was, I was wanting to put lyrics to it and actually fully flesh it out. Yeah. But... Like everything else, it just kind of got put on the back tr- back burner mm-hmm. as soon as I went out west. And hopefully, now that I'm working a, a regular-ish job... We, we might I'll, have new music. We yeah. might have some Not new have, music. <laughs> my drums that have been sitting there collecting dust for... Don't sell the drums. Five years right? ago. Oh, I go back and forth to that so much. But yeah, you wrote this song. We recorded a demo, this short segment, and then it ended up becoming a podcast song. And then we used it for our feature videos. And I finally wrote you. I'm like, do you have a name for that song? And you're like... I don't know. I'm like, how about down that dusty road or something like that? Yeah. And so it, it got its name. But yeah, we've used it for closing podcast and the, for closing videos. The inspiration for that song is 100% ACDC. Okay. Because Angus and Malcolm, the two guitarists of ACDC, they have habits. They're creatures of habit big time. But there's a song off of uh, one of their early albums uh, called Rock. Uh, rock and roll damnation. Yeah. And it has this same fingering on the guitar. And then they have like in 2001, like from 1977 to 2001, they have another song called stiff upper lip and it's played differently, but it's on the same exact same Mm -hmm. fingering on the fretboard. And so I kind of noticed that and I saw it in some other pieces. And so this is that same fingering on the fretboard, <laughs> but just played even more differently. But just the Dusty Baker version. Right, of yeah, it. yeah. Right on. <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody else has any closing remarks, say them now or forever hold your peace. But uh, okay. I guess that wraps it up. Yeah, Thanks we'll for see you next us, week. Dusty. Yeah, yeah. It's been a fun talk. And Absolutely. hopefully we'll hear, hear your voice again yeah. in a future one. All right. Awesome. Well, good night. Love you guys. Adios. You've been listening to the Whiskey Bros Around the Table. Hermanos Whiskey. Got some ear sweat going on.